Hello and welcome to the Heat Army Podcast live commentary of Gated versus AFC Filed here at Gated International Stadium this afternoon. You may be able to hear on the mics, it's a little bit blustery at the moment. It's um, certainly a chilly uh, evening on Tyneside today, but the game will surely warm us up. AFC Filed are embedded in the playoffs and um, look to continue their impressive run of late. And Gated looking to get closer to the playoffs. If they win tonight, they'll only be one place... Uh, one point and one place off the playoffs, but they say it's going to be a tough, cha- a tough, tough, tough challenge uh, for Gated to this evening. But good news is Mike Williamson is back in the heart of defence, and we will be um, seeing the teams very shortly uh, leave the pitch. They are warming up. Um, we have got um, a friend of the show uh, making his commentary debut, uh, Gavin Webster. Hello, Gavin. Hello. Um, I say it, it should be a, a good game tonight, shouldn't it? I'm hoping so. Um, it could be a great one tonight. It's um, we certainly need warming up a little bit, don't we? It's, uh, it's not good for for Abram, is it? It's not. It is absolutely Baltic here, uh, say on the banks of the Tyne. And if you are listening from EFC Fylde, if you're a Fylde fan, thank you very much for joining us. Um, see, we we're not too biased here. And um, we'll be giving you the full match commentary, and we have a little bit of a build-up. We've got an interview with um, Ben Clark of Gator FC TV, and this was his reaction to the draw with Ebbsfleet on Saturday. Ben, one-one at home to Ebbsfleet this afternoon. First home game in a while. What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I'm really pleased with the point, to be honest, Tom. I, th- I think they have a good side. They're as good a side, I think, as we've played since I've been the manager. They're very effective at what they do. Um, my goalkeeper again has made some good saves, kept us in the game. But I, I thought my players were absolutely brilliant again. We changed uh, personnel, if you like, in the back three. We, we have missed Mike, but I thought you know Robbie Tinkler did an excellent job there at the back t- today with with Dev and John. I thought, to be fair, I thought John was probably the best player on the pitch. I thought he was outstanding. I'm really pleased that he got a goal. He's due a goal, and I thought he was excellent. But I th- each and one of them, I can't ask for any more than the. The young lads that are learning on the job, so it is difficult. Some of them probably do need a rest, but this is what we this is what we've got. But they've been different class. Was it a fair result today? You said you were happy with the point. I think we had chances and they had chances. I think um, Connor had a couple. I think Connor Connor needs one to just to go in. I thought he was he was he was good again today. We've had a couple of half chances. Greg just after half time as well just had a chance, but uh, they've they've had good chances as well. And the goalkeeper's made some good saves, but. I think on, on reflection, a point's a fair result and, and we'll take it. And it's a point closer to the playoffs ultimately as well. Yeah, we, we're still in there. We just had a look at the, the results there. You win on Saturday, uh, Tuesday night, which becomes a massive game now. We're, we're right back in it, going into the Eastleigh game. And I can't, like I said, I can't ask for any more from, from the lads that have been outstanding. And, um, after the week you've had, were you pleased with, or how pleased were you with the start that you made, scoring so early on and then just putting them under pressure? Yeah, I think we, if anything, we. We should have just probably scored another goal in that period. I think. Um, I think absolutely. To be fair, if they, were, they started a little bit slow and we had opportunities, like really, like I said, really pleased for John, a good header. And we had a couple of half chances after that. Uh, they grew into the game. They've got some good players, some some really good players. I think, you know, the lad Kedwell, he came off the bench, and he can make a difference. I think, you know, if you go through his career, he's probably got more appearances than my whole team put together. So. The only thing that we're lacking is experience, but uh, we've got Mike back on Tuesday night, so that's a, that's a big, big plus for us. And then, uh, what are the key positives you'll be taking from this game into Tuesday night? I, th- I think the way we, we defended at the time was excellent. Uh, our attitude, it's, it's never in question. They're a pleasure to work with. We could have been a little bit better with the ball, I think, at times, but the lads are working so hard. Um, we, we're going to 
could go to the final game with nothing to lose now. We're going to go all out attack to try and win the game and and that's what we'll be looking to do. Once again, a team have looked to cause you problems with long throws and set pieces. How do you feel the lads managed to do that today? Yeah, because I think that's the one thing where we, we, we need to be better at and, and we went through that through, through the training this week and like I said, I thought they were magnificent. We dealt with the majority of things. They did, the big lads, the strong lads and the experienced lads, they did get a few, but I thought, like I said, Robbie Tinkler, Dev, John, Scotty Barrow, uh, I thought that the, the back lads were outstanding. Cameron as well. How do you look on both goals for and against today? Uh, really pleased to, to score from a set pieces. I know Buster does a, a lot on them and, he, and he's pleased with that. We, we've got a good goal. I think John's been coming closer in, in games. The goal we conceded, a little bit annoyed with really because we knew that the lad had good quality and we spoke about it at half-time, trying not to show him on his left foot. But he only had half a yard and it was a great ball. And you know, Cameron was slightly the wrong side. So it is a little bit disappointing. But like I said, these are lads working and learning on the job. So we'll show them the DVD, but... Overall, I'm I'm really pleased and really proud of the team. And finally, the fans. I mean, once again, just fantastic. Yeah, I can't I can't speak highly highly enough of them. Um, this week they've they've been absolutely outstanding. Uh, washing the kit, coming in the day, supporting the team, which was which was the the big thing. Um, I've got nothing but um, admiration and praise, and and, uh, and I'm proud to proud to manage this football club with them supporters. Cheers, Dom. Cheers. There we go, that was Ben Clark talking after the draw with Ebbsfleet on Saturday. And um, if, if you listened in or if you were at the game, it was um, a backs to the wall job for Gator in the second half. And um, hopefully, Gator can start like they did on Saturday with an early goal. And John Mellish scoring his first league goal as well last Saturday. So well done to John. He's come on leaps and bounds this season so far. You'll be able to hear in the background some of the um, players are coming off the pitch. Um, not long till kick-off now. Probably just under 10 minutes. But um, it's going to be an exciting game. But we'd love to hear from you. If you are a failed fan or Gated fan, listening from afar, let us know where you are listening from. At heed underscore army. And also you can do it on the Spreaker website by commenting um, below. And um, we'd love to hear from you. Mickey Barris. But hello, Davey. I uh, hope you deliver a win tonight. I'm not exactly confident uh, Danny Rose one of the best strikers in the league massive plus to have Mike Brizzly Williamson <laughs> back tonight and um, as I say uh, it is good to have Mike Williamson back in the centre of defence you can tell we have missed him in the three games he was suspended for and uh, Gavin it's going to be uh, one of those games which is kind of make or break for us getting anywhere near the playoffs now isn't it this is the one that we have to get something from yeah, it, uh, I, I mean, this is this is why you play football, don't you? Really, I mean, I've never played football myself professionally, but <laughs> like, uh, if you if you were if you were a football at any level, this is the sort of match you want to be in. in, in you you want to be playing in. You don't. It's all very well, you know, getting through August and September and getting uh, bog standard wins and draws and things. But when 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 it's a game like tonight, and you you've got to you've got to pull out all the stops. And win the game, and it, you know you get managers saying things like, "Well, you know, it, it points a point and things like that." It, it, that's not the case now. They have to win the match, don't they? Yeah, I think failed just to completely cement their place in the playoffs. They are sitting fifth at the moment. If they win today, I think they move above uh, Wrexham on goal difference into fourth place. Gated sitting tenth at the moment. If they can win and pick up three points, we would uh, move 
up one place but level on points with Ebbsfleet and also as well one of the connotations if Leighton Orient can win tonight against Eastleigh that would strengthen our place um, to maybe get closer to the playoffs but that's all ifs and buts and we'll tell you all about the scores as they come in around the league um, so there's only the three games tonight Gator versus Fylde of course Leighton Orient Eastleigh and Maidstone Barnet and we've got some of the other games as well uh, we'll be able to give you this live scores from South Shields away to Workington and Blythe Spartans as well um, and any other goals that are happening in the English leagues tonight we'll update you as they happen and um, well say it's going to be one of them games where Gateshead need to win and on Saturday um, I don't know if you managed to listen in Gavin at all I did uh, it, did. it was a it was a, a topsy-turvy game and Gateshead showed it was a bit of a not a Jekyll and Hyde performance it was a, a good performance in the first half but the, the strength in depth showed in the second half where we mm-hmm. when we needed to make one of those key changes we're just unable to do it at the moment well um, I suppose having a small squad at this stage is going to tell um, big advantage with Williamson being back though I'm hoping that may be the key well it, I think it'll give us more strength in depth um, well I'll say more balance should I say not strength in depth because we, <laughs> we haven't uh, got any more players but with having Robbie, <laughs> there isn't any yeah. um, depth to strengthen yeah with having Robbie Tinkler back in the right wing back position instead of playing in the centre of defence with three at the back there um, I think it, it'll give us a little bit more balance going forward because at times we were a bit lopsided just going down the left at times or maybe down the the, the right hand flank at the front of the team not from the wing back so you've so seen him play with a four tonight maybe uh, no it'll be the five at the back it'll I'll, still be the five yeah, yeah I'll give um, out the FC file team uh, first it's Jay Lynch in goal Zane Francis Angol former Gateshead player Neil Byrne is captain tonight Jordan Tunc- uh, Tuncliffe is playing as well at number five Ryan Crossdale Danny Rowe the danger man <laughs> he knows how to score a goal uh, Danny Phils- Phyllis Kirk Dan Bradley, uh, Arlen Birch, Nick Horton, and Alex Reed make up the starting lineup. And uh, on the bench is Andrew Bond, James Hardy, Tom Crawford, Sahart Tasmia. <laughs> Tasmia. <laughs> Apologies um, on that one. Uh, Lois Walters, and uh, that is how they have their bench. And for Gateshead, it's Ainsley Pears in goal. Robbie Tinkler will be playing right wing back. Scott Barrow, the captain, will be in left wing back with a back three of Mike Williamson, Tom Devitt and John Mellish. A midfield three of Greg, Ollie, St- um, Tom White and Jack Hunter. And up front will be Steve Rigg with makeshift striker Connor Thompson, who, as I say, we, we've said it uh, for a while now, he's a makeshift striker, but he's played about 10 to 12 games up there now and um, he's starting to look a little bit more comfortable up there, which is nice to see. It. I mean, you know, I know he's been frustrating at the deep end, but he seems to be learning. Well, um, is he going to? I mean, is, is he sort of playing off scraps, or is he, or is he playing a proper number number ten role, if you like? He's playing a, a number ten role. I mean, all season we've we've chased down every ball on the attack, mm-hmm. and it seems to be that is the way he's carried it on as well. And uh-huh. um, he, he's, you know, he, obviously we lost uh, Rig, not Rig, sorry, we lost Bowden and uh, Armstrong earlier yes. in the season Aye. to um, workhorse strikers, and he stepped into that mould. Sometimes his anticipation might not be what you would expect from a striker at this level, but he's starting to learn and and, and just you know take a take a guess on uh, a chance on some of these balls that are going forward and chasing down lost causes and, and winning corners and ultimately provided a goal the other day. Yeah, it's a, it, 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 to me it's like that uh, Beardsley-esque thing, is it? If you're chasing stuff down, it, I think I think there's a quote from an old an old um, centre forward from the 50s or 60s saying if you if you chase down every single back pass in a game, you'll get one of them. Yeah, you'll, you'll, some, you'll, you'll get on the end of something 
Um, and I don't think that's changed in football over the last 60 or 70 years, really. Now, if you've got the work rate, it always seems to work well. And we've got a, a message from Brian Porter working away in the Isle of uh, Asley. Is that Asley? Ayla Ayla there we'll go come on it's a bit of dyslexia there it doesn't help anybody <laughs> or I've been uh, or I would have been there tonight well uh, thank you very much Brian for joining us and don't be a, uh, a stranger and, um, and enjoy the whiskey yeah well as you can hear the teams are coming out now I'll quickly go through the EFC failed team I'll just stop seeing EFC I'll just see it through the failed team um, G Lynch um, Zane Francis Angal Neil Byrne Jordan Tuncliffe Ryan Crossdale Danny Rowe Danny Phyllis Kirk Dan Bradley, Arlen Birch, Nick Horton and Alex Reid make up the starting lineup. And for Gateshead, it's Ainsley Pears in goal, Robbie Tinkler, Scott Barrow, Jack Hunter, Mike Williamson, Connor Thompson, Greg Ollie, Steve Rigg, John Mellish, Tom White and Tom Devitt make up the final uh, of the 11. And Gateshead are in their white and uh, white strips with black shorts. And, um, well, it's a, white, a yellow and black uh, striped shirt for... AFC filed with white shorts and yellow socks and we'll find out which way they are going to be shooting at the moment they're just doing their handshakes with the referee in the final bit of warm up and um, I see they're starting to do a little warm up down to the left here AFC filed there's a lot of teams do that and I, I don't know if it's more psychological than anything else just to keep them like you know focused on what they're doing before the kick off because Gator at the moment they're just doing a few arm swings and leg kicks and a little drink of water I've never really seen much difference between teams that do it and that don't the training drills are, are, are big these days aren't they but before a game uh, I don't know whether it's just to keep warm maybe on a night like this as well that's that's the other factor isn't it yeah oh, well we've got another message from Brian but I'll try that again I think uh, some of his messages mustn't have been delivered before I'm working away in the Isle of uh what was it? What was Ayla. it? Ayla. Ayla. There we're gone. Or I've been there, and I, I believe my friends, the Fryer family, are listening in Miami. Uh, we're all failed fans, and have been told that you'll uh, you'll be biased. Well, we're not actually, to be honest. Um, you're Heed fans, so I expect nothing less. No, we, we'll try and um, call it as we see it. Uh, so we're, we're football fans as well, and um, we pride ourselves that you know we're lucky enough to do this. So we want it to be able to be listened to by both sets of fans. And remember, you can tweet us as well, and we'd love to hear from the family in Miami if they'd like to tweet us at heed underscore army. You can certainly do that. And we're just waiting for the teams to um, captain. So with the referee now doing the coin toss, and we'll find out which way we're going. It's nice to see Neil Byrne back at the Gateshead International Stadium. He, he had a good season with Gateshead last year, and um, we were all sad to see him leave in the summer. Um, so yeah, there you go. And Gateshead will be shooting from right to left. Looks like we're kicking off here, and. Um, we're going to see how we're going. Gates are shooting towards the River Tyne. And the Tyne and Wheel stand is filling up quite nicely here as well. So um, so we're bringing you the full 90 minutes from here. And, um, well, let's hope it's a good entertaining game. How's your Bovril, Gav? It was absolutely fantastic. I can, I can endorse Gateshead Stadium Bovril to anybody. Many years ago, you couldn't endorse the ties. <laughs> well, that's in the past now, isn't it? It is. That's all in the past. <laughs> personnel changes on that front I'm there sure it is well Gator have kicked off now um, I will get names to faces with the file players as the game goes on so do forgive me if I just see the squad number at first and um, we will get there there's Birch it's going to take a throw in here down on the left hand side to us the commentary positions down right hand flank headed out by John Mellish for another throw in just in front of the Gator dugout and Birch has picked up the ball again 
Went forward to Danny Rowe, cleared by Jack Hunter. Rig chests the ball down, trying to look for a, a gator player. Finds Ollie, who launches the ball forward for Thompson to run onto. But unfortunately, it bounces out of play and a throw into Fylde. Birch again with the throw in. Searching for Rowe. Headed down by Mellish, but it's picked up by. Oh, as it went out for a throw in, it went to Gateshead, but it was uh, number 30, uh, Alex Reed, that tried to run forward with the ball. Unfortunately, couldn't keep it in. And the wind has dropped, and we can just about feel the heater underneath the table <laughs> there. It's a, a slight bit of warmth as Scott Barrow takes Gateshead's throw in, and Ollie nods it on to Connor Thompson, who tries to bring it down and dispossessed there and filed. Yeah. Have won themselves a throw in there off Tom White. A little bit scrappy at the moment. We've only just been in front of the dugouts, more or less. <laughs> it's Birch with another throw in towards Rowe. Won by Scott Barrow, flicks it on and out for another throw in. Very repetitive so far. Yeah, there's nothing much to say. That's why I've kept quiet, to be yeah. quite honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes gone here. Gets a nil. Filed nil. And a magnificent ground down at Fylde. Have you seen any pictures of it? No, I haven't. Oh, oh yes, I have. Yeah. I have. I've seen that big main stand that yeah, they've got. It looks uh, great. It's a ground I haven't managed to get to yet. It looks uh, beautiful. You know. Down in Lancashire, isn't it? Yeah, not far from Blackpool. Yeah. So, And uh, Danny Rowe trying to twist and turn there. Gate had managed to intercept the ball, but Fylde have it back. And I kind of see because someone stood up in front of us there. <laughs> number 15 was trying to win the ball. And um, Judge to a foul. Gate is number 15. And Tom White... It's down on the ground and it's a free kick to Gateshead. I might be wrong, but I think I think Fylde's the home of Brian Hall, a former Liverpool player as well, and Mickey Burns, a legendary Newcastle player from the 70s as well. I think oh. they lived across the road from each other. There you go, there's a bit of, um, a bit of trivia. trivia. Well, they say the North East's a hot bit of football, but just in, you know, I think not even a 20 mile space, you've got uh, Fylde, Fleetwood, Blackpool. Yes, and uh, including like World Cup winners and uh, football over the years and, and people like that. And of course, it's uh, it's some great traditional clubs from that area as well, isn't it? Preston and Bolton and Blackpool and uh, and the like. And also you've got Chorley as well, not far as well, around the corner. And they're doing well in the Conference North. Um, so they always say the North East is a hot bit of football. But when you look across there, it uh, just seems that more teams at a higher level. But there's a few teams trying to progress in the North East as well as now... Burn, oh sorry, it's Tuncliffe. Sorry, passed the ball to Francis and Gall. Couldn't keep it in. It's a f oh, yeah, and he did a bit of afters there on Tom oh, White. He'd be lucky to not go in the book there, you know. I think the referee's pulling him over. He wants a word with him. He's running away. He wants him to come back. Francis and Gall. Sort of no need for that, and I think he is reaching for a for a for a for a card. Yeah, the shoulder barge after the free kick was given. I think he's just given him oh, a talking to there. Talking to was. Yeah, Tom White uh, just had a bit of a handshake there the two players involved but it's a throw in to Gator as Robbie Tinkler has the ball in his hand it's about halfway inside filed half on the far side as he finds Jack Hunter Jack Hunter kicks the ball on goal manages to intercept and now Bradley has the ball in the centre of the pitch He's looking for a runner in front of him. Tries to pick up Alex Reid. Alex Reid does well to hold the ball, but he's under pressure from two Gator players. And he's still doing well, Bradley, there. Now it's pro to the left-hand side. It's Angol on the overlap. He's waiting for the ball. I can't see which shirt number it is there. Angol has it now. He's going to cross it into the box. And that goes out for a corner on the far side. 
and failed showing they can quickly move the ball across the pitch there they did Gateshead did well though they held their line and good defending from Gateshead there and we've had um, Mickey Barris sent a tweet in here quickly before the corner take nice to hear Gavin on match commentary let's hope to hear him gun crack as when we score <laughs> <laughs> well we've got a corner on the far side there and Nick Horton is the player that's going to be taking this a lot of movement in the box he whips it in and goes towards the back post and Byrne puts it back towards Rowe Rose having to twist and turn and a shot from outside the box number 8 that was and it went high wide and handsome and it was Crossdale that managed to get that shot off but um, yeah it was well defended there pushed them out um, but see, I, I fear for many set piece with um, the likes of Rowe in a side like this and there has been a goal in the football league at the moment uh, Bristol City Oh, there's been a goal in National League as well. Bristol City are beating West Brom 1-0 and Barnet are 1-0 up away to Braintree. Maidstone. Maidstone. Well, I'm saying Maidstone, Braintree. Braintree on the mind. Gated appealing for a throw-in on the far side. It's been given to Fylde. Not sure if many Fylde fans have made the trip up. Having a look over there. That's a smattering of them over there. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe about 50. So it's uh, not bad. I wonder if they stopped off in Kirby Stephen for some fish and chips on the way. <laughs> It's now Greg Ollie chases down the ball and it's put all the way back to Lynch. Keeper who plays it out to Byrne. Byrne gives it to Birch and Birch tries to play it down the channel looking for the run of Rowan. Gate had managed to play that off. Birch there, for, not Birch, for off, can't see which, number 15. I'll get it right, Bradley, Bradley and Birch. Uh, it was off. Bradley there and Gator quickly take the through and Scott Barrow to Mellish and Mellish's first touch let him down first touch from Mellish there yeah that really was really was yeah I think he was fortunate there uh, <laughs> but Gator have another throw in he's allowed one no more Tom White receives the ball in the centre of the pitch lays it off to Tom Devitt now he gives it to Robbie Tinkler on the right hand side inside to Tom White Tom White and Fylde closing down very well there Danny Rowe with some defensive duty and winning the ball back but Tom Devitt manages to clear the ball but only as far as Birch, the right back, who now drives forward with the ball over the halfway line. Plays it inside to Bradley. Bradley turns and he plays it off Hunter for a throw-in. Some of the Gateshead fans thought that was a throw-in to Gateshead, but the linesman was a lot closer than us. And Annie Mason's book good to be missing the game tonight, but thanks for the commentary. Well, thank you for joining us. So throw-in goes all the way back to Byrne, the captain. Plays it inside to... Phyllis Kirk who plays it back to Tuncliffe Tuncliffe out to Francis Sangol or Angol Francis I just Francis Sangol <laughs> nearly got it the wrong way around Reed lays it back off to Francis Sangol it's on the left hand side it's played back into Crossdale Crossdale gives it to Birch Fylde not afraid to move the ball from flank to flank Bradley to Crossdale Crossdale plays it onto the inside there it's been brought down lovely by couldn't see who it was but there's a bad ball there and Gator on the attack now yeah. as Connor Thompson crosses the halfway line he's running it Tuncliffe and he's still got the ball out on the right hand side but he needs support lays it back to Robbie Tinkler Gator crossed the ball into the box Riggs yeah, there but Byrne was there to head it clear but Greg Ollie picks up the loose ball his first touch didn't help him and it is a file that have managed to clear the ball up the pitch and big Mike Williamson's there just to head the ball and clear the ball forward but only as far as a final chip, but now it falls to Barrow. Barrow gives it back to Mellish. Mellish back to Tom White, back to Mellish. 
So Manish looks to play the ball forward, looking for the run of Rig. And the captain Burn there nods it down, and Ollie picks up the loose ball. Ollie's running towards the edge of the box, but he's got shirts in front of him and dispossessed. And um, Files very good at closing down the space there. Anytime Gator get on the ball, good defending by Tom Devitt on the far side. He had Reed on his shoulder, and he's put the ball out for a throw-in level with the corner of the box. Uh, they're a good side field, you can tell that they're, they're small outfit and uh, they're very mobile. They certainly move the ball a lot faster than Ebsfleet did. Ebsfleet were a good a good side, good football side, but they, they didn't have much pace. Right. Do you know there's twice that the uh, their left back, uh, Francis Angol, has um, thrown the ball in front of himself. It's a foul throw, basically. Um, as I dropped it down yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's tend to do that a lot his three throw ins he's done now but I don't know whether the ref will pick up on it well Angol has got the ball now he's crossed the ball in it's a good cross Reed was there but Mike Williamson was to head it clear and Angol was that a foul there it was that's his second foul of the game on the back of Robbie Tinkler there and it's a free kick just outside the box but yeah, remember you can tweet us at heat underscore army 10 minutes gone here Gateshead International Stadium Gateshead nil filed nil and just have a quick look at the scores to see if there's anything else happened there. Eastley, the scoreline we didn't want, are beating oh, yeah. Leighton Orient 1-0. Mm. And that, um, say, Leighton Orient, not free fall at the moment, but not as consistent as they were. I would expect the more goals there, and Bly Spartans have just scored 1-0 there, winning against Nuneaton at home. Up at Croft Park. And throw into filed halfway inside the gated half on the far side. I don't want to speak too soon, but it seems like the wind's dropped. It has a bit. It's um What's a throw in taken there. Crossdale receives the ball from Angol, who gives it to the captain Byrne, who's in the centre circle. Plays it across to Birch. Birch has Bradley in front of him, but he's gonna cross this ball into the box and he didn't get a good connection. Gates had managed to get it clear. Now Tom White has the ball. Runs into space. He wants a white shirt for him and he gives it to Scott Barrow on the left-hand side. It's Barrow. He wants some support. It's been Tom White back to John Mellish and Gator not moving too fast with the ball but keeping possession as Mellish gives it back inside to Tom White who's being closed down by Rowe and that's fantastic cover and play by Rowe and Fyle come forward with the ball as Alex Reed tries to dance around Mike Williamson and... Oh, that's never a booking, is it? Yep, he's going to give a yellow card. Mike Williamson put his foot out and Reed danced round him and then went down when he... Do you know, that was a bit ambiguous, it really was. I think he's not actually going to book him. No, he's not going to book him. I think he just dropped his whistle, but... Um, but so, so to be fair, that was a free kick, so I'll, I'll take that yeah. back to the ref. But, I, thought, uh, I thought it was harsh, harsh for a yellow card. Yeah. And, um, Mickey's put the atmosphere, seems a little bit flat tonight, guys. It does, yeah. Um, but Rowe is standing over the ball now and um, got to be feared here. We've got a four-man wall and there's a lot of filed players going to come in at the back post it's on the right hand side of the D and he goes for power and it took a deflection off Tom White's foot and it goes out for a corner and um, the wall held well there it did I mean, it did honestly really what's that fella thinking of Danny Rowe taking a shot from I mean we're talking 35 yards um, like not even with on, on line with the corner of the box was it really no and just uh, but We've got a corner coming in here now from Nick Horton. A lot of movement 
towards the back post it's went low along the bottom grass cutter and oh deflected out is that for another corner it is so, so that was a get out of jail free card there I think it was that a was grass cutter that it was uh, well played by Fylde something they've obviously worked on good defending again though you yeah. know what I mean no, no, no. through the bodies at it exactly everybody's held firm another one comes in this one's towards the six yard area and that's another oh no it was went straight out goal kick yeah. goal kick yep Ainsley pairs all in yellow and it kind of clashes with the uh, it does somewhat doesn't it with the away strip got to look at Borussia Dortmund about them uh, AFC field haven't it it's very bright isn't it it is the old um, jaws of Yuhu, the uh, popular German glue other glues are available obviously <laughs> they are Oh, we don't like just to endorse just one glue here on the one, one German <laughs> team of glue. <laughs> <laughs> and Gateshead have won a free kick. Their rig was fouled by Byrne, and this is a good position for Gateshead to whip it in. It's probably about 35 yards out, about a few afters there as well, wasn't yeah, it? About eight yards from the um, touchline here, down the left-hand side, and a good opportunity for Gateshead to get the big men up there. Yeah, and trying to spot up the free kick barrow there, and there's a few lads, you know, push them off the ball. There's a, there's a bit of edge to this game. Well, I thought it would have been uh, Scott Barrow whipping this one in, but Greg Olley, he's put the ball down. We've got Mike Williamson up there, Devitt, Rigg, and John Mellish. It's going to in-swing. We'll That's probably see. why he's using it instead of Barrow. Yep. Whoop, whoop, and he put it straight in there. There's a little bit too much of a yeah, bend on it, and easily lower. cleared by Fylde, and it's all the way back with Ainsley Pears, and Ainsley Pears just takes a touch and gives it back to Robbie Tinkler. Lays it off to... Greg Ollie just in front of the gate had dug out and put a ball over the top for Tom White to run onto. And Tom White was he pushed That's there? That's a foul, surely. That's a foul on the touchline yeah. there. And, um, and do you know what? A needless foul at all. He was he, he wasn't good anywhere with it. No, he wasn't going to be able it was, to. It, he wasn't going to get that round him. He was going to go out. Yeah. So stupidness on their part, I think. It was a niggly one that for you know. Again, once again, there's an edge about this. Yeah. Well, waiting for the ball. The, if you haven't been here before, there's a run track round gate at National Stadium and. Um, Vaughan has tweeted us but still tuned there guys well thank you very much for tuning in thank you for joining us and um, well here we'll go I think we've got the option of Barrow this is going to end swing as well no no it's not as Barrow puts it in deep towards the back post and Mike Williamson got a header up there but it was going wide and uh, <sighs> goal kick to failed there we go. Sorry, I was just reading a message at the same time. There, yes, it's. Um so I think with, uh, Ollie and Barrow on the on the on t taking those on the on the, on the left hand side. One of them's obviously going to in swing them. One of them's going to out swing them. Yeah. And I think if if they just keep them guessing most of the time, because I think as a defender, you probably the last thing you want to know is if, is if like if you're not sure whether it's going to in swing or out swing. You know. Or the same the same free kick repetitively right Ex through the match. Exactly. You can read it then, can't you? Mike Williamson wins another header there with Alex Reed. The challenge and that ball has gone all the way through from Tuncliffe and Nelly at his feet and just went all the way through to his own goalkeeper there and um, we've got a message from Mickey Barris but it's um, I, say, I say that the wind's come up and his message mentions the waves but it's only Gale 4-6 instead of the usual 9 at the Gator Stadium <laughs> certainly is but Angal runs with the ball now down the far side lays it off to Francis and Francis is he going to cross this ball in he is and Mike Williamson heads the ball out and well didn't it looped it skimmed off his head straight into the keeper's hands there um, so I thought that was going to be a, go uh, a corner. That was terrific if Williamson had did that deliberately, but I'm not sure what he did, really. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Mickey's also put, uh, well, seeing as you're from Wall's End, Gav, a man who knows his glue. 
I think that narcotics drug may be about 30 years out of date. I think it might be what make, um, Connor Thompson managed to win the ball and tried to lay it off to Barrow, but just didn't have the legs, and it's been hooked clear by uh, by Fylde and Mike Williamson had to put that out uh, for a throw in just on the halfway line between the two dugouts. If anyone else has any other glue-based jokes, please do tweet them in or send them in. It's something we've never really covered on the podcast. <laughs> As Neil Byrne plays it across his defence to Tuncliffe. Tuncliffe out to Francis Angol, just on the halfway line. Takes a step and plays it back to Tuncliffe. 18 minutes gone here. Gated Stadium, it's Gated nil. Filed nil. Francis Angol goes down the left-hand side. Plays it back into Horton. Horton plays a cross-field ball there for Brad uh, for Birch, the right back to come on to. He takes his first touch and crossed it in, and no nonsense there by John Mellish, and that goes out for another corner. That's great football from Field there, wasn't it? Yeah, he found, he found that 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 right-sided player Birch really well, and, yeah, then, he, and then the cross was terrific as well. He looked up straight away, didn't he, and yes. seen him. Mind you, hard not to see him in that strip, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's that's the plus of having a neon strip. Horton again to take the corner this one towards the edge of the six yard area and it isn't cleared yet by Gated and there was a shot got off by Bradley there and that just went past the, the upright by about four or five yards not really troubling anybody but um, you would have to say filed just on top yeah Gated and the Koshia um, they're showing the quality um, failed Well, Brian Porter's but I'm a little bit stick for glue jokes lads uh, glue, <laughs> glue jokes are just a bit tacky anyway oh, yeah, he's, he's gone through all the all the uh, puns there straight away <laughs> we'll think of more if you're still interested oh probably. yes as Pez takes the goal kick well over the halfway and looking towards Rig and Rig was being manhandled from behind there but now it's with Birch on the right hand side and Scott Barrow comes over with a powerful tackle there it's a throw and down one the oh, throw in throw as well yeah, fantastic must have come off uh, Birch there and it's quickly given to Hunter Hunter takes a first yeah. touch wasn't well, exactly great but he won a free kick for it yeah, he was clever there yeah. he really was he, the, the ball was running away from him and he just threw himself down Hunter and, and uh, got one out from a position where they were, where we had a tackle got a throw and now we've got a free kick um, what 40 yards out yeah and once again, it's one of those ones where is it going to be Barrow or is it going to be Ollie that's going to swing it in? Yeah, it's about eight yards from the touchline here. About halfway inside the filed half. Ollie is going to be taking this one. I think he's going to put a bit more height on it and he has. It's gone towards the back Green post. And un oh, it just didn't. Went over a Devitt's head there. And uh, easy for Lynch just to pluck out the air in the end. But that was a much better set piece from what we did earlier on in the same position. This ball's headed forward and a nice bit of one-touch football from Fylde there. The, the final ball letting them down somewhat as Barrow manages to clear the ball up the touchline that's out for a throw-in. But, uh, yeah, I think Gateshead are going to have to be um, fully concentrated in the final third because there was a, a few little flicks there that would just come with ease for Fylde, didn't they? Well, Birch didn't manage to keep the ball in there when he received the ball back from... Uh, Danny Rowe, sorry Bradley, both stocky players. Yeah, they're a big side there, Field. Yeah, certainly big are. Powerful side. It's Barrow throws the ball forward. 
Crossdale won the ball in the air and it's fallen to Hunter who chests it down, lays it off to Barrow who first time pumps it forward for a run of Connor Thompson but unfortunately it's cleared by the failed defence but Connor Thompson hasn't given up there and was he offside? Not sure what that was for. Yeah, it must have been, yeah, offside Connor Thompson. He must have briefly gone over the lane, yeah. But a free kick to fail there. It's rolled across the defence to the captain, Byrne. Comes forward with the ball. Kind of played out to the left-hand side. Francis Angal heads the ball back towards where he would normally be stood. And now Connor Thompson drives forward with the ball. It's got a underlap there if he needs him, but he cuts inside and... Oh, I think the, to release the ball first time to Tinkler would have been uh, the ball but uh, wasted there, it was and Tom Devitt is beaten off the ball there and now it's going to be put out to Bradley who runs forward he's got Birch on the overlap if he needs him but he plays it inside to Danny Rowe and Danny Rowe takes a touch turned and just dispossessed fantastic defending there by Gateshead some great defending again yeah he was not afraid to put a foot in there because I say it was just on the edge of the box and you get it wrong well it's working in numbers as well you know somebody t takes a touch takes it off his feet and then the other one flicks it away it's rather rather than somebody having to go you know um hammering tongues you know all or nothing for it for a for a challenge um it's crowding people out isn't it it's it's, it's good it's great defending it certainly is and remember if you're listening from uh filed we'd love to hear from you send us a message and uh let us know where you're listening from in the world. We believe we've got someone in uh, Miami listening in the family, so fantastic stuff. Uh, 22 minutes, well, t just about 23 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium. It's Gateshead nil, filed nil. And if you're a filed supporter, you've probably been the better side so far. Tuncliffe plays it all the way back to Lynch. Lynch under pressure there manages to clear the ball right bang up the centre of the pitch and fantastic header there by John Mellish and can get to pick up the loose ball Rig tries to Unlucky. just tap it on just too much on it and out it goes for a throw in bang on the halfway line and I'm sure the manager of Fylde used to be the captain at Tramia Dave Certainly Chandler Dave, yeah. Dave Chandler famous for his long throw yeah. you know the, the throw going from one side to the other I'm sure he was in that side that made it to the semi-final of the League Cup as well. Yes, I'm certain he was, yeah. I think there's Did late they not get the final? I'm not sure. I think it was the late 90s, wasn't it? Because they had Phil Parkinson, yeah. who eventually came to play for Gateshead. But that, remember, yes. th the story tagline was is that he came through the same youth side as Michael Owen. And uh, that was that was what they played on the press when he was scoring a few goals. Right, right. But uh, Gateshead in possession of the ball now. Tom White crosses the halfway line. He's got... Hunter on the inside who he uses and they really close down fast the uh, failed midfield and putting Gateshead under pressure there and they've received the ball back as it's back with Bradley Bradley plays the ball forward for Lynch to try and run on to but Mellish no nonsense hooks that into the centre of the Didn't pitch take any chances there. and uh, bad header there by Rowe but lands back with the failed defence and now they come again down the left hand cha uh, channel with Francis and Gall plays it inside now Norton has the ball Norton's under pressure from Hunter and Ollie can Ollie get the final touch there but Norton does well to win the ball back so Francis in goal down left hand side always worry in case he opens up down there because he seems to get down there with ease it's ball still on the left hand touch line played into Norton now Norton drives forward with the ball he's still going and great touch by Devitt to beat that and a shot off from 
believe it was... Uh, was that a corner? It yes, is. I think it was Bradley got a shot off there and it deflected <coughs> out for a corner. But it looked like it went straight out initially I there. I thought it did, personally, but, you know, I suppose the ref's closer than us, isn't he? He certainly is. And just having a little look at the scores around the league at the moment, uh, Eastleigh, well, Leighton Orient had got back into it. It was 1-1, and Eastleigh are now 2-1 up again there. Another goal around the league. Sunderland are losing 1-0 at home to Burton. Liverpool are beating um, SC Porto 1-0. And as a corner comes in from Norton, Alex Reed goes up there, but Mike Williamson manages to get that out, and Mike Williamson was judged to be fouled by Reed as he went into the back of him after he headed it. And um, just have another little look around. Um, Bristol City 3 0 up against West Brom there. Yeah, that's that a big scoreline. Uh, just have a little look around the lower leagues there. Um, it's 0 0 between South Shields and Workerton. Blythe are still 1 0 up. Ch- uh, Stockport are winning 2 0 away to Chester. And AFC Telford are losing 1 0 at home to Altrinham. So we'll keep you updated when we see some more scores. As Rig tries to win the header, but it goes all the way back to Mellish, who heads it forward now. Barrow flicks it over his own shoulder. Connor Thompson tried to nod it on towards Rig, and unfortunately it didn't fall for a white shirt. But Barrow manages to hook the ball forward again. It's headed back by the. And Rig manages to bring the ball down, but couldn't control it the second ball. And it's great battling there from Rig. He kept running there and w- uh, gives away a throw in stops filed on the break there um, Mickey Barris has put Pat Niven John Aldridge John Mosley they were cracking side and Chandler used to throw uh, extra sets maybe extra sets uh, into the box that's the one was said have the ball now but I tell you what their energy and drive mm. from failed is uh, fantastic they've managed to pick up the ball again there what a tackle Tom Devitt going in there old style winning the ball and but it deflected off and it's been oh. kept in by failed on the far side and now the gates of defence can build on this as Robbie Tinkler comes down the right hand side still halfway inside the gates at half gives it to Hunter on the inside of him Hunter gives it forward a little bit too much on it for Greg Ollie to control and now Crossdale has the ball, plays it forward to Rue. Rue's under pressure from Hunter, and his deflection is picked up by John Mellish. Same way up. And Tom White has now given it out to Barrow, who lays it into. Oh, lovely one touch football from Gateshead as now as Tom White goes forward. He takes a shot from distance, probably about four or five yards over the ball. He had an overlap coming Perhaps, on the far yeah, side. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit selfish there. I know it's easy to be in a play football sitting up here, but he, 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 he had a man over. And he certainly did. Annoying. Yeah, but that's probably Gateshead's best chance so far. And um, very entertaining, you guys. Listen and impressed, uh, impressing a passionate file fan. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Another pin in the map tonight. And um, I think it's a 2000 League Cup final they played between Leicester. So they did get to the final. Yeah, they did get the final, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so I'll read the rest of that when we get a break in play. Um, Crossdale plays a crossfield ball to Francis Angol, who tried to overrun it there and Gates had managed to pick up the loose ball now it's played forward to Rig Rig turns wants some support gives it out to Robbie Tinkler gives it back to Rig Rig has a, had a player run but he would have been offside but Rig still running with the ball he's got Scott Barrow in. oh, sh- oh and wins a corner wins a corner he got a shot there good effort yeah I thought the, 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 I think if Rig, anyone deserves to get a shot off his rig, they won't work that he puts in when he gets in around the box. Um, it was between Leicester City in their third final in four years. Um, the first division, say, Tramia Rovers. It was the 27th of February 2000. Wow, we've got a statistician here. Uh, Leicester became the last team to win the League Cup at the original Wembley Stadium. Hey, well, we learned it all today. I think Steve Claridge scored the winner, didn't he? 
Am I right? Oh, it, it seems such a long time ago now, doesn't it? 19 yeah. years ago. Wow. As Ollie whips this ball in here, there's some shirts coming in. And oh, is that another corner? No, it's still oh, in. It's still in. And Ollie plays it to Tom White. Tom White on the edge of the box tries to loft it towards the far post. Oh, just past the post. He went for placement. And um, oh, that was close, that one. It was. That's good football from Gateshead there. Do you know we're making most we're making more of the set pieces than they are. I think I think um <coughs> in open play I think Fowler a better side. Yeah tonight anyway. Um but uh Gates are making more of the set pieces. Well FCR Sports has sent us another Dave Chandler fact. We will read it out shortly when we do get a gap in play. As the ball is up in the air and Mike Williamson was beaten by Reed, but the ball's pumped forward for Gateshead now. It's a little bit scrappy at the minute, and Jack Hunter's first touch didn't let him let him down then. But Gateshead managed to mop up as Scott Barrow has the ball. It's it's fast and scrappy at the moment in midfield, and the ball's just went out for a throw-in down here on the left-hand side, just past the file dugout. Gateshead fans starting to come alive now, seeing the side get a little bit more into the game. It's a throw-in's taken, Mellish wins the ball and Barrow couldn't control it and it's a throw-in just next to the gates. It dug out for filed 30 minutes gone here. Gates are starting to get a little bit more into it but you'd still say filed have maybe edged it uh, so far. Birch, he's wanting some movement from his players as he aims it towards Danny Rowe. It's headed up in the air by Barrow. And Gateshead have the ball, they can use this to pass it across the defence, but Mike Williamson pumps do. that straight up the pitch. And uh, fortunately for Gateshead, Steve Riggs there to mop up and pick up the ball. But he plays it back to Mellish. Mellish is under pressure from Reed, plays it forward. And Ollie, oh, I don't think he was expecting that ball to come through, but he's chasing down the back pass to the keeper, who clears it up towards the halfway line. And it falls to Alex Reed's feet. and now it's going to be pumped across to Norton Norton has Angol on the overlap on the left hand side but he's got some pace himself and drives forward if the ball shoots from distance and it's That's in the back of the net goal. what a fantastic strike just from about 20 yards he just absolutely put the laces through it and the keeper didn't have a chance and that's straight into the back of the net 31 uh, minutes gone here it's Gateshead nil, filed one and that was, to be honest at first when I seen Angol on the overlap I thought well there's the ball mm -hmm. but then he just put a, a changed into second gear himself didn't he and absolutely you can't, you can't argue with that actually um, and uh, you oh, can't right argue there. with uh, uh, Pears taking the chance on that he, he, he didn't even see it I think yeah I mean it was a it was a great finish there and um, well filed same commentator's curse I just said before that they were slightly the better side and um, well they've They've got their just rewards for what the pressure they put on the gates of defence. Well, it's cards on the table now, isn't it? I mean, obviously, gates must win this game, and um, there's always a chance they're going to stay in the game, I think. Yeah, you say, well, we've had a few set pieces and managed to get into the final third, but what are gates have got in reply to file going 1 0 up is Mike Williamson just passes the ball back to Mellish under pressure from Reed, he was, and such a calm and composed central defender. Mike Williamson as he receives the ball from Devitt plays course, it inside to Tom White Tom White's going to play a ball over the top for Connor Thompson to run onto can he get there he can he needs some support though he's got Angol all over his back now he's got down did he win a corner there no it's a goal kick a little bit ambitious to, to appeal for that one there but um, Gates said trying to answer quickly there getting the ball forward scoring five ladies and gentlemen number 27 Nick Hall yep 
the announcer just a little bit late there, but uh, yeah, Horton. <laughs> just a bit. Just a bit. It's a fantastic goal, though. I, uh, that, I'd like to see that on the replay. <laughs> don't know if he's got the uh, scorers for Saturday as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. Uh, as uh, oh. Mellish wins yet another header. Announcing that we've gone out of Bolton Wanderers in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup in 1953. Yeah, that, that's next week's announcement. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's Bolton, that loft house there. <laughs> as Barrow throws the ball back to Mellish. Pumped up the pitch by Pears. Looking for Rig, but just too much on it. And it goes all the way through to the captain, Byrne, who lays it back to his goalkeeper. Who pumps it in turn up the pitch. Reed and Williamson going up again and Williamson coming off the better on this time but Rig does fantastic bring the ball fantastic down stuff. lovely turn with the ball gives it out to Barrow on the left hand side Gates need to get shirts in the box and Barrow wins lovely it throw in for his troubles there but that was some great uh, first touch by Rig and the way he turned it was great great was win from uh, Williamson initially and then uh, super turn by Rig it certainly was as Barrow has the uh, throw in here level of the corner of the box finds Rig Rig twist and turn down towards the corner Good flag enough. and wins another throw in Barrow's got to, got to get this chucked in. Dave Challenger style, really, isn't he? I'd, I'd, I'd rather that, that one, that one went short. I think he's going to go short, though. Yes. Well, let's give it to Mellish. Mellish takes a touch. Looks up. Can he cross it in? He's took a bit of reflection. Didn't get as far as he wanted into the box. And Fylde managed to just be able to hook this one away. And Tom White was judged to have fouled um, number 10. That is... Uh, Phyllis Kirk there Phyllis Kirk, it was, you know that was fair enough that was well done by Phyllis Kirk he yeah, went he, down he, at the right time he, he knew the player was there he felt the contact exactly. and down he went exactly. it's, uh, it's what anyone would do you play the game and um, well Bradley and Birch were coming off well with the ball there a foul there from Barrow a bit of a slip yeah, it's um, a bit ambiguous that one but you know yeah it's just on just over into the gated half just on the halfway line here as uh, Jack Patterson's put Horton carrying on from Saturday listen back on uh Filed Coast uh, wanting the boys to bring back three points with them. Well, as it stands, they will be. But Robbie Tinkler's intercepted the ball on the right-hand side. Plays it inside to Jack Hunter inside the filed half. Now plays the ball forward, takes a deflection. And Filed are going to have to... They're under pressure. Plays back to Lynch. And Lynch hooks that ball out towards the left-hand side. But Tinkler's there to nod it forward. And Goal puts his laces through it and goes further up. As oh, Mike Williamson manages to head that ball on after Reed was coming in and Gates had had possession again just inside their own half again. as Tom Great White football. beats his counterpart in mid fire midfield and it's with as now Scott Borrow has the ball plays the ball forward for oh it nearly got through to John Mellish on the overlap and Gates had have a throw in here just in front of their own dugout uh, the ball well, it hasn't went out sorry it looked like it was about to bounce out and it's been kept in by Tom White given to Devitt in the centre of the pitch back to Mike Williamson Mellish has dropped back to receive the ball. He's turned. Now he's played it back to Mike Williamson again. Out to Devitt. Out to Tinkler, who, a little bit fortunate there, played it off uh, Horton and Windsor threw in just inside the filed half. There we go, and Gated take the throw. Jack Hunter plays it back to Mike Williamson. Gated just trying to have a sustained moment of uh, possession here at the moment not doing anything silly just building from the back as Mellish plays it through to Connor Thompson Connor Thompson lays it off to Barrow Barrow smacks it off uh, Birch's face out for a throw in there hard as nails he didn't flinch there did he that Birch he didn't move no, no. I, I'd be lying there for a week <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <he> <laughs> as Connor Thompson receives the ball now 
Tom White with a fantastic crossfield ball. ball to Robbie Tinkler who brings it down he's got Jack Hunter coming on the overlap but he cuts inside himself plays it out to Ollie can Ollie get down to the dead cross oh he kept the ball in but Norton Horton was there sorry to clear the ball up the pitch and uh, Gated fortunate to pick it up midfield as Tom White nods it down gets the ball back a little bit too much on it but Gated fortunate as Mellish picks it up in his first touch oh tell you what Mellish <laughs> nearly had a seen a card there he dived in after he lost it but Reed is on the edge of the box now twisting and turning he's got the right side of oh crossed it in the right side of Williamson and Gates have managed to hook a clear erroneous and Birch slipped and it bounced over his head but he's still got the ball in front of the dugout of Gateshead plays it inside to Bradley Bradley twisting and turning sorry it's at um, Crossdale not Bradley and now Byrne has the ball Byrne plays it to all the way across to the other side of the defence of Lewis Angal so it's not Lewis Angal, Francis Angal. I don't know who Lewis Angal is, but maybe his brother. But Angal has the ball now. Running down the left-hand side. He's beat his man. He's still running. Plays it inside to Rowe. Rowe plays it into um, Reed and just too much on it there. And thankfully it was because I think he would have had the beating of the gate of defence if they had got through to him properly. But Birch plays the ball into Reed on the edge of the box didn't get through to him and Gates said I'm just going to have to try and get this ball clear at the moment as Robbie Tinkler was he fouled there Ooh, fortunate to get that one I thought, that. I thought he was as well personally I thought, I thought he overran it and tripped but um, he's, he won did, a, but he's won a free kick just you in know, they all count don't they they um, do they do but um, I think the rest done a good job tonight actually yeah he's, I, I thought at first uh, he would have uh, the cards would have come out with the two incidences that we've seen early on and thankfully he didn't because I think that would have changed yeah, the face exactly, of the game exactly just a bit of common sense it's been, it's been played in the right spirit it's uh, it two has. teams fully blooded in, in the playing football as Tom White puts a ball through the middle of the captain Burns there easy to pick it out and Tunnicliffe manages to clear it but only as far as White White plays again White's oh, lovely stuff. doing stuff he's turning well finding space and he gets it back again from Mellish and there was a, a foul off the ball there must have been a was, yeah. little clatter and the referee wants a word with both number 15s Bradley oh no so 12 <laughs> Mellish Bradley and uh, Mellish there he's arguing the his point here with the referee I think he caught him off the ball but again it wasn't huge but yeah they may be having a bit of a, a a bit of a vendetta going on between the pair of them there well free kick here Mike Williamson stands over the ball about five yards inside the filed half Mike Williamson put this up towards the edge of the box on the far side Rig heads the ball on. Ollie, can he get there? Oh, Lewis, great defending from um, Francis Angal there. Just took it off Ollie's foot Did. as he was about to get a shot on target, you would feel. But Steve Riggs picked up the loose ball, gives it to Tom Devitt. I think Tom Devitt's going to play safety here back to Mike Williamson. He has, and he's got options. But he's going to lay it all the way back to Ainsley Pears, who takes a touch. Great with his feet, Ainsley Pears, and it's a good clearance up the pitch. Rig heads the ball great. on, and unfortunately for. Ollie, it just didn't stick to him there, and Angol manages to give it back to Lynch, who clears it in turn up the pitch. And Mellish goes up for the header of Bradley, didn't win it. Bradley still has the ball, plays the ball forward, and um, it looked like Reed was offside there when he tried to latch onto that ball, but he wasn't really going anywhere if he had got to it. Well, 40 minutes gone, gets a nil, filed one. Gets it starting to get a little bit more back into it at the moment. Yeah, it's opening out a bit. Tom White lays it off to Devitt 
Finds himself on the right-hand side. Plays the ball along the floor. Finds Oliver. Oh, first fantastic stuff. first touch. And he's out to the right wing. Tries to cross the ball and wins a corner. A throw in, sorry. With the level of the corner of the box. That was a classic round-the-corner turn, that one, wasn't it? It was. It was a nice touch. Took himself round. Seen some nice bit of movement from the midfield three and Hunter, White and Ollie. Hopefully it continues. I'm sure if you're ever a failed persuasion, you'll not be um, too happy for it. But uh, see, I think Radio Newcastle may be doing some updates in the second half. As the ball's put forward there, as Rig chests the ball down, does well, but he needs some support. He's twisting and turning at the corner flag, has he? He's still got it, puts the ball through and managed to pick out a white shirt and get a good corner. Yeah. Yes. Well. That was some good stuff by Rig there. He didn't give up. A lot of players still try and play that off the shins, but he was looking for a white shirt. Yeah, and if you do that, you, you, you invariably will get a corner by coming off somebody's shins because you've meant it. Um, yeah. But that one so was they that, that one, corner. Yeah, that one was forced by hard work down there on the far side, and uh, we've got a corner on the far side now. See, Mellish is up there. So is Williamson, Rig, Connor Thompson's jostling on the goal line there as the ball comes in towards as oh just took off the head of Mike Williamson and it looks like Fyler are going to clear this one down the right hand side looking for the run of uh, Horton but it's going to go all the way through to Pears who's going to come out his box and launch that one up towards the halfway line and Mellish heads the ball on towards Ollie that was fantastic vision from the defender there and Ollie gives it to Tom White who's found himself on the right hand side now back to Hunter back to White and White calmly lays that back to Tom Devitt. Plays it across to his defensive partner, Mike Williamson, who in turn finds the keeper, Pears. Remember, you still can tweet us at heed underscore army. We'd love to hear from you. Pears kicks the ball from outside his box. And Gall wins the header. Robbie Tinkler wins the result and header and see the gate said pick up the loose ball and win a throw in for the troubles. About 15 yards inside the failed half. You just feel that half time might be coming at the wrong time for Gateshead here. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The ascendancy's with them. Oh, Mellish takes touch. a fantastic touch and carries himself halfway inside to the failed half. And now Connor Thompson has the ball. He's in the middle. Mellish wants it back, but he finds Ollie. Ollie tries to lay it through, and Connor Thompson, oh, oh. nearly come through. And enough gates have won a corner. Or it's a throw-in. Throw it may be a uh, no, uh, yeah, throw-in. Must have took a deflection. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a lovely move. That. That was the closest we've come to cutting them open, really. Yeah. Um. Them speculative one-twos. They're worth a go, you know, because. If they don't come off, what does it matter? It's the last third, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, that all started from a fantastic bit of first touch from Mellish to drive yeah. himself into space there. He, did, and was, yeah. he found a gap in midfield between the forward line and the, the defence there. Well, it's on midfield and the defence because he just laced it through. But Gated now, scrapping, picking up the ball, playing it to Tom White. Tom White gives it to John Mellish. John Mellish kind of played all the way, way back, back to Ainsley Pears. I think that's a safe one there because Fylde got out pretty quick there to man mark right across the pitch and Pears put it across to Tinkler who brings the ball down beautifully on the line. Great take. Tinkler plays it into Ollie. Ollie turned. He's got Tinkler on the overlap if he needs him and he's going to lay it out on the inside there to Connor Thompson. Connor Thompson chasing the ball down and he's done great defending there by... Super defender. Yeah, that I was by uh, Tunnicliffe there. He was um, yeah, absolutely well. great. He's just put his body in the way and went with the momentum. 
Wow. So we're into the final minute of the first half. We've got the fourth official's got the board in his hand. I can't say there being more than one or two minutes here. That'd be. You'd be shocked if there was. As Lynch takes his goal kick. Williamson winning the header there, and it's just going to. Oh, Barrow kept it in. I thought it's going to go out for a throw in. And. Oh. Final. A little bit of luck there. They managed to get the ball as it came down. Now as Angol brings the ball forward on the far side. He's a busy left back. He gets up and down the channels, he does, doesn't he? he? Certainly does. Yeah. As Williamson intercepts the ball backs. and plays it up. As now Greg Ollie has the ball. Have Gator got a final same attack way, of them in the first way. half here? As Gator's left back, Scott Barrow, the captain, takes a touch and turns round on himself. He wants some support, and that was a oh, poor ball there. Yeah. He wasn't looking what he was doing, and it was Bradley lays the ball off to Alex Reed and Reed. He's going to give it to the goal scorer Horton. Horton's about 40 yards out, plays it to Bradley. Bradley's got Birch on the overlap if he needs him. He's given it to him. He's on the right hand side. Bradley now has the ball. One minute of added on time as he pumps the ball towards the far side for Reed. And Reed goes up in the air, appeal for a penalty there. I think that would have been harsh. And both players went up for a header and just went down together. But now, Gates said, they've got about 30 seconds remaining now in this first half of the added on time as Robbie Tinkler has the ball. Can he pick out? A quarterback pass like he has done all season, but he plays it back to Tom Devitt, who's Maybe found Tom White. Yes, and I think Tom White has received the ball back now from Mellish, and I think we need to place that ball forward. A beautiful ball. ball to Robbie Tinkler, who gives it to Jack Hunter. Jack Hunter needs to keep the forward momentum going. He has. Robbie Tinkler crosses the ball in there, and too much on that yeah. ball there, and unfortunately, it should have. Unfortunately, we would have liked that to have dipped a little bit more there, but uh, it's went out for a goal kick, and you would imagine that is the end of the first half. It's a shame it was Tinkler on that cross rather than Ollie. I think Ollie can get his right foot wrapped round that, and that could have been a much more cuter cross, really, but there you go. Yeah, it's a shame because um, normally when Tinkler's been in that position this season, it's been uh, not a bad not a bad uh, outcome from it but that's the half time whistle there um, well it's Gateshead nil filed one and um, not a bad game of football so far it's, oh, you know, it. yeah it's um, you know, filed as you can see why they're up there why they're embedded in the playoffs uh, very good physical side fast side as well and they're not afraid to do a bit of ticky-tacky either, are they? Yeah, they're, 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 they're putting their foot in, um, which is all allowed. You know, that's fair enough. Nobody's complaining on our part, but, um, you know, if you're going to get bullied, you've got to bully them back, haven't you? You can't you can't just um, let them out-muscle you. And I think we have been out-muscled a little bit in that first half, especially in the last third, in yeah. the, as in their, their first third, our last third. Well, um, well... Well, so we can go to the toilet. We're just going to play an interview with Mike Williamson the other week. Um, so, as I say, it's not it's not exactly current the interview, but we just want to go be able to go to the toilet and have a little bit of refreshment at half time. But remember, join us for the second half, fully interactive. We'd love to know where you're listening from and um, let us know how you're feeling about your team as well. Fire fans would love to hear from you. How, um, are you looking forward to the playoffs? And um, are you are you nervous for them? So let us know, and uh, we'll be back with you after this little interview with Mike Williamson from a few weeks ago. Right, so Mike uh, Barnett here at the International Stadium on Saturday. First of all, just um, what are your thoughts going into this game? It's going to be a tough game. Um, they've got quite a few games in hand, so it's not a real true reflection of their league position, and they've got very good players as well. So it, we've been watching them. They had a, um, 
a bad result on midweek, but it was a terrible pitch, and they're a, a team of um, good individual players, so they can cause problems. So yeah, you know, we've been speaking all week about how dangerous they can be, and make sure that we're on our game, and uh, yeah, we do what we can, make sure we build off uh, our performances of previous. Yeah, um, you've been player coach here for a couple of months now, almost. Um, how have you found things in a, a new official role here? Yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been it's been great. It's uh, been a learning curve for me. Um, and uh, yeah, long may it continue. So at the minute, is we've got a great relationship with uh, with the team and with the lads, and um, we're enjoying it as a staff as well. So you say you know, winning and keeping the morale up and the momentum is is key about it. But it's a thoroughly enjoyable environment to be in. In terms of your responsibilities, has much changed at all since being sort of appointed in that role? I've just had more of a hand in uh, the build up and the preparation and the the tactics and, and you know enjoying having my say. You know. They've uh, Ben and Ian have done fantastic, and uh, you know they've got a lot of knowledge themselves, a lot of experience, and we we bring different things to the table. So it's just been really enjoyable on both sides. But also, um, when I turn into player mode and put my boots on, I'm still enjoying uh, and that side of it, which uh, I want that to continue as well. You're approaching 30 games for the season now. Um, given the past few seasons, how important and enjoyable has that been for you this season? Yeah, it's been massive. I think. Um, I've had a few injury ravaged seasons and uh, it's been difficult and when I first came I just had to kind of blow the cobwebs out get myself up to speed and I had a few niggly issues but yeah it's been good I think uh, understanding how I operate and making sure that I'm, I'm fresh for a Saturday is you know is the most important so I've been able to I've been given the freedom you know now to manage myself um, physically so uh, it's been good and yeah hopefully I can continue playing every game. Team have had a lot of praise this season and um, the defence in particular, to a degree, yourself, um, John Mellish, uh, Scott, Robbie, um, even Fraser previously. Um, is that a big positive for you as a defender, the, the, the plaudits are, are there? Yeah, for sure. That's uh, you know what I pride myself on in terms of uh, going into a game. But it's the lads have been fantastic, and we've we've been working very hard from defending from the front, you know, all the way through. So it's it's just been an incredible team effort um, so far, and hopefully, you know, we can continue that and build off it because the lads are so honest and hard working, um, and it's just all about trying to to build week by week and learning and um, getting them to to understand their roles clearer every every day we're we're here, in which they have done. Um, they're very receptive to it, so you know the lads. They deserve all the credit because they've been fantastic, and they continue to be. Is there been any particular highlight for you of the season so far? Um, oh, there's been. I mean, the the clean sheets and the uh, away away wins. You know, we've just come off the back of one. Um, has been, uh, I suppose, most enjoyable because you know there's obviously things going on, gone going on off the pitch. Um, but in terms of the preparation on the pitch, the odds are against you when you're leaving at six o'clock in the morning as a small group of players um, to turn up and to put the displays on that we have done has been, you know, it's been phenomenal. Um, and like I say, I keep saying the lads you know, deserve that that credit and praise because it is, it's a long, long day um, physically, you know, and mentally. So those are the, you know, the driving back on the long journeys with three points. I suppose are most satisfying. Yeah, now a lot of people have said this team has overachieved this season, regardless of what happens. You've obviously been involved since the start of the season. Are you surprised mm-hmm. with how the season's panned out as a whole? I think that would probably be the understatement of the uh, of the century in terms of 
think we've overachieved. I think it's been incredible. I think coming in um, when I spoke to Steve initially before and the odds, the bookmakers and the squad and you know and the budget, I think it, it's been an unbelievable overachievement. And uh, they keep defying the odds week on week. And um, for me, as as a player personally, I just keep saying to the young lads, look, just enjoy it, just relish it, because you know there's a lot of uh, pressure on football individually and collectively as a team and a club. And you, I've had a lot of seasons where you're fighting, you know, the elements and it's tough and you've got to dig in and it's grueling and hard work. But when it's been such an enjoyable environment, you know, you've got to just absorb that and soak that in. Yeah, you were part of a team at Newcastle United across the river who overachieved finishing fifth in the Premier League mm-hmm. and getting to Europe. Are there any sort of comparisons you can draw between that team or that season as a whole and this one? Yeah, for sure. In terms of the, the journey, um, like you say, we, we, we did overachieve that season. Um, we... Um, we were on the the back of a few hidings as well and it kind of helped us because it brought us back to reality um, and I mean this season as well we've had a few uh, hidings you know Wrexham away and things like that and a, a disappointments even when we um, conceded you know the 93rd minute against Wrexham so we've had setbacks um, but the 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 likeness I can take is that the way we react to it, that we take it in our stride and we take it as a positive and we make sure that it affects us positively. Yeah, and the fact you're referring to a 3-1 away defeat at Wrexham, the lead, lead as, as a hiding, shows just how high your standards are and how well the team are doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also reflects on the on you know the, the reverse uh, fixture that we're... It's, that was the biggest disappointment. We used to talk about the highlights and that was the biggest disappointment of my career of being uh, 1-0 up against league leaders in the 93rd minute you expect to take three points so it was a you know big awakening for myself and you know and as a lads and what we do you know you react to that in a positive way and we went and got three points and um, remaining 10 games now in the playoffs um, what's the aim for yourself I think it's obvious in a way it's obvious um, but for me it's it's the cliche of the the goal is three points Saturday um, you know, you, you look to the next game and speaking to the lads, it's just like, come the summer, we'll reflect back with, you know, massive um, pride and enjoyment, um, but let's, you know, make it exciting and just keep pushing and focus on this game because they're a good team with good players. So we've all got to make sure we're dialed in for that. Yeah, um, you've won promotions over your career, played in Europe. When you look back on your career as a whole, how will you look back on this season at Gateshead? Um as, yeah, it's, it's a, definitely up there as a standout. Um, but I'll tell you at the end of the season, whether we're, if we're sitting in League Two, then it could be just the top of it. Right. And um, obviously, one sort of long standing issue is the fans. The fans are great, but um, getting more in is, is always going to be difficult. What can you say to try and appeal to those fans and get them here, sat, support the team on Saturday? Yeah, for, for sure. Um, it's a huge part of the football club and um, there wouldn't be a football club without the fans. Um, and they're just a great bunch of lads. And also, you know, I'm sure a lot of the fans will realise, but there's players in this team that will go on and play at a lot higher standard. So, And it's attractive football that we're trying to play here, so we're trying to do the right things. There's a lot of honesty. And I think that's what general, you know, university, that's what fans want to see. It's just honesty and pride and hard work. Um, and uh, just keep pushing and that's what we're doing as a, as a team and any any more fans that come through the door and can try and help that that case to uh, keep the momentum going will be uh, much appreciated. 
And uh, from an entertainment point of view, some of the goals you've been scoring in recent weeks, the team goals uh, have been particular highlights, and that's what fans want to see at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a couple of our goals, you know, have been uh, 15, 16 passes, and um, that's what we want to get into. We want to do that as much as possible, but it's like the lads here, um, technically, they are fantastic. Energy and abundance. Um, it's just making sure that we do those, you know, the ugly things of the game, the things that, and just getting. You know them to understand that you have to win the battle to be able to play the attractive football unless you're kind of Barcelona who can just turn up and from minute one start you know, passing the other team off the pitch you know this is what we have to do um, week on week Well you join us back here at Gator International Stadium as we're finding out a little bit of trivia about a former Newcastle player that crashed into the fans of a fans association champions call um, <laughs> through the week um, so right. yep yeah, no problem um, so yeah but um, <laughs> yeah, a bit of, um, I don't know I, I, I don't know whether it was a knock for knock or we can't see anything due to insurance companies I'm and not such sure like. I don't know if it's been uh, if it hasn't been settled yet it hasn't been settled yet no we're going <laughs> well <laughs> we'll not is name the player if there's a blame or there's a claim oh. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, he's got a bad case of whiplash here in the, st- <laughs> in the stands. Um, but, um, ah, well. Oh yes, well, sir. There no, we go. Well, no, so do know his history. Yeah. Well, there we go. A little bit of a little bit of trivia as we come back on there. And um, well, you're all back with us here at the National Stadium. It's um, it's a cold, brisk night here on the banks of the Tyne, and um, so Gated are trailing one nil at home to um, well, let's see playoff chasing but they're embedded in the playoffs uh, AFC finals and um, I've enjoyed this game even though the the result isn't going Gator's way at the minute you've got to appreciate um, the side that filed off yeah they are a good side I think they're the best team I've seen this season here I mean I don't know what Salford are like at the beginning of the season where we won 2-1 to Um, be honest Salford they really struggled to break us down in mm -hmm. both I mean obviously we we, um, were unbeaten against them in the league they beat us in the uh, FA Trophy Mm -hmm. But um, no, the, the Salford were good, but they weren't. They, uh, they didn't look as good a unit as um, this. Uh, so yeah, don't know. But um, yeah, so but uh, yeah, this, uh, this, uh, someone just sent us a showed us a message, text message there, through <laughs> us a little bit. Um, but no, definitely a very good side filed. And um, yeah, so while we've got you on, um, so people may not know that you're a stand-up comedian. Um, you do a, a football show here in uh, Tyneside at the stand, don't you? I do, in a uh, stand in Newcastle in uh, the High Bridge. People know where that is, don't they? Yeah. Um, at the Comedy Club. Um, do that every month. And uh, we've got one a week. What day are we on? Tuesday, exactly. Two weeks today. Is it the 23rd? Yes, it's yeah. the 23rd. Two weeks today with Martin Burley, former Newcastle goalkeeper. I play for Darling and Hartlepool as well, and Carlisle. So a much travelled goalkeeper from the 1970s, and no doubt we'll have other guests on as well. So okay. by all means, come to that. And is he a co-host back from Australia? I don't know whether Lee's back or not. Um, he certainly he'll not be freezing like we are now out in Melbourne. I don't suppose. Hopefully he is. Yeah, I hope he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, Just hope there's a there's a um, shog and Friday there. Yeah. But yeah, it's a but very enjoyable show. Get yourselves along, full of banter and a good bit of information as well for a bit of trivia and learn some things that maybe you didn't know about teams uh, from around the region as well so 
and also as well you're, you're on the you're on the road this week if anyone's listening down south you've got some gigs this weekend I have I'm in um, uh, central London but also I'm at the legendary Up the Creek Club in um, Greenwich if anybody uh, that's down down in the right in the centre of Greenwich if anybody uh, on Creek Road Up the Creek on Creek Road in Greenwich that's on Friday and Saturday night I'll be closing that gig Aha, well there we go so, so if you're about go down you'll have You'll have a chuckle, won't you? Or two. I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rough and ready club. Quite famous. Ah, fantastic stuff. Well, we'd love to hear from you as well, the listeners. Um, Tracy Wilson's put hello all the way from Albany, uh, Albany in, in Cumbria. So thank you very much for listening. Is there an Albany in Cumbria? Allenby, sorry. Allenby, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are struggling tonight, Mate aren't you? Dix, you know it is. It's, I, I can talk, I can read, but doing the two at once sometimes, it can be a little <laughs> bit challenging. So um, please be kind on Twitter. Uh, any file fans going, oh my God, they've got this thick lad on there. Um, but Tracy's put also, kind of thank you um, to everyone who supported the race night on uh, last Saturday night. Uh, they raised over a £1,000. Well done to everybody oh, well involved. Done, everyone. Uh, everyone involved with the Gated Soul Fans Association. They're doing some fantastic things at the moment. Of course, things off the pitch at Gated aren't exactly rosy at the moment. Takeover bids still in the process, and we don't know exactly at what part. But if um, hopefully if uh, Chris... Uh, Dumfries listening hopefully you're enjoying uh, the commentary so far hopefully the scoreline might get a bit better for the potential uh, buyer of Gated but um, we'll just have to see what comes in the coming weeks and news regarding on that front but um, filed or back out onto the pitch already they're warming up just having a little bit of a jog on the spot and uh, we await Gated to come out of the changing room I'll just go through the starting lineups again doesn't look like there's any change for filed it's Jay Lynch and goal Francis Angol, Neil Byrne, Jordan Tunnicliffe, Ryan Crossdale, Danny Rowe, Danny Phyllis-Kirk, Dan Bradley, Arlen Birch, Nick Horton and Alex Reid. And the gates had lined up when they return back. Hopefully there isn't any changes to this. It's Ainsley Pears, Robbie Tinkler, the captain Scott Barrow, Jack Hunter, Mike Williamson, Connor Thompson, Greg Ollie, Steve Brigg, John Mellish, Tom White and Tom Devitt. And, um, well... There we go. You might be able to hear on the background there. The Gated players are entering back onto the pitch. And uh, have you got any bold predictions here, Gavin? Well, I thought before the game, I thought we may lose this. I, 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 honestly, being being perfectly honest, I don't think we're going to get anything from this. But this is the moment they've got a proper step up the plate, really. Stand up and be counted. I think people are proud of them anyway this season, but let's see if they can just do something well, in this second half. And that's the thing. If you look at the, 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 the bigger picture, I mean, obviously it's lovely to be you know in with a chance of challenging for the playoffs. At the beginning of the season, we were written off. Smallest budget in the league. We were favourites for relegation. We've, you know, we've upset the odds all season long with fantastic performances with this young squad of lads. And, um, you know, the off-the-pitch problems at the moment really do or are being well they've been overshadowed all season by the results on the pitch which is, is nice but at the same time it's a little bit worrying you just want to get those off the field matters sorted out um, but we're about to kick off in the second half here but um, Brian Portis but don't worry about the little mistakes lads Filed fans usually have to listen to me so he must be the filed <laughs> counterpart so um, hopefully he does better than us reading out uh, some messages but Angol driving down the left hand side fouled by Robbie Tinkler there halfway inside the gate at half so free kick here just on the touchline it looks like Horton is going to be the player to take this one Lohan Gull is, fl- is 
hovering about as well. Is this going to be an in-swinger? The dummy there, Norton puts it in, but his terrible kick free was kick. terrible. Went straight <laughs> into the standing Tom White there near to the box, and Connor Thompson nearly did. Oh, he's done well. He's won the ball, still. He's got Ollie in front of him as Ollie drives onto it, but that's good cover and play back by Crossdale, who plays the ball back to his goalkeeper there. And um, they were alert there, weren't they, to the break? They were on the money, this lot. They certainly are. They're probably one of the best, most switched on sides I've seen this season at the International Stadium. Yeah, they're uh, a proper team, aren't they? They're yeah, a proper they're, side. They're, they're well drilled. They know it, Everybody knows what their rule is. and uh, they, they'll, they'll cover every man. Though. They're, they're, very, they're, very, they're very clever, clever like that. They read the game. Uh, so we'll just have to see how this second half goes as Devitt clears the ball up all the way up to Lynch, who collects the ball on the edge of his area and he throws it out. To Birch on the right hand side puts a long probing ball down the right hand flank there and luckily for Gateshead Mellish's touch uh, didn't end up with Reed and they have a corner now to failed on the far side remember you can tweet us at heed underscore army we'd love to hear from you and also on the speaker page as well It's a little bit subdued tonight, isn't it? It is. It is. I think um, I think people are just a little bit nervous about the off-the-pitch things because there's been very quiet over the past five days. There's been no news coming out, but the corner comes in from Horton, and it's been headed forward by Reed. There, he got himself into space, but just couldn't guide that header, and it just skyrocketed over the crossbar. Yeah, he couldn't get any purchase on that. But that's down to good defending again, isn't it? Yeah. The back three, and then complemented by the two wing backs coming back to help, has been a great feature of Gateshead tonight. All season long as well. Um, See, so the back three was originally with um, Fraser Kerr in there before he sailed to Hartlepool. But uh, Tom Devitt has come in and got into that function unit very well. As Tom White receives the ball, turns lovely. His movement when he gets Brilliant. the ball is fantastic. His anticipation as Robbie Tinkler plays the ball off. Um, I think that is number of Horton there. And quickly taken by Ollie, finds Connor Thompson who chests the ball down back to Ollie. Ollie plays Go back into Connor Thompson, but he's ran into, into a crowd of players and he's still got the ball. Gives it to Tinkler and Tinkler tried to play a little ball through there. And thankfully for Gator, Tom White was there to cover and put the ball out for a throw in to stop the break. That's now Angol right in front of the gates of dugout throws the ball forward Devitt heads it back towards Angol Angol heads it forward and headed again by John Mellish into the centre and Ollie tries to bring the ball down his touch was just a little bit too heavy but he managed to pick up the loose ball and dispossessed again there the See, you've got to compliment them on their covering play file. Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's that, was, that was a perfect example there, wasn't it? It was. It's, it's, they lost possession, and then it's, it seems like there's two shirts to every white shirt, two yellow shirts to every white shirt at times when we when they lose possession. But Rig does well on the far side, tries to play the ball in. There's the anticipation again that we're talking about from the covering file players, and it's been played forward for Reed to run onto. But Williamson is there to play it back to Pears, who unfortunately for him booted out for a throw in just inside the gate at half on the far side we're extremely proud of our lads I have snapped uh, I would have snapped the hands off a 10th uh, in April after the summer we had imagine if we uh, had a duck egg in the office <laughs> who had invested well 
Yeah, I'm glad the, the court will correct changes that. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me reading them out badly. And Paula Chapman's foot just got back from Brilliant hoping for a second half will bring us a couple of goals and turn the game around, fingers crossed. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Remember, you can tweet us at heat underscore army as Ollie receives the ball, turns, he needs to find a white shirt and just didn't manage to do so as now filed have the ball but a little bit of loose play from them and Ollie picks it up and they're closing us down again any time the ball goes across to a white shirt there seems to be a one or two yellow shirts there to close down but Rig manages to get the ball good football lads Ollie now gets it back to Rig Rig has Great to look across ball. to the left hand side he's got, go space. he has, he's got it to Scott Barrow who's going to cross it into the box it just goes behind um, Connor Thompson but they had to clear the ball there, file just to be clear, uh, sure, and it is a corner at the gated. I think Barrow bust a gut to get there and just couldn't get the, the mm. ball, the delivery he wanted, but um, we've still got but a you corner. you know, that's them rocked back. They, they, they looked so assured before, but they, they just looked a bit They just looked a bit on their heels there. It's, that, that's what happens when you put pressure on teams. Yeah, they certainly had to <laughs> definitely change the pace to get back. Now the ball's crossed in by Barrow. It's a deep one and it's headed clear by Fylde, but only as far as Ollie on the edge of the box. But he's going to have to. Was he fouled there? He was, and this is a free kick about 40 yards out here towards the left hand side of the pitch. Has it been taken quickly? No. The referee hasn't let it. It wasn't taken from he's the not, place. He's not having that. No. But I'd rather have a, have a set piece than try I'm and. I'm not sure that was a foul, really, but you know, you, you take what you can. I think I think it was running away from Ollie. And yeah, I, 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 if I hand on my heart, I wouldn't have said that was a foul, but um, from a Gateshead persuasion, we'll take it. But um, Ollie stands over the ball now. A bit too far out for a shot. I think he's so going to have to. Yeah, he's going to aim for the big men Probably coming the around the back. Spot, I'd say. A lot of tussling on the edge of the box. The ball comes in towards the penalty spot and rig. Oh, just a wicked bounce that went through. It was as a goalkeeper had to be aware there, but he, he's distributed it well and it's been crossfield there now. And oh, good, good defending there by Robbie Tinkler. He had to stop Horton from passing that ball because Alex Reed was absolutely flying through the defence there. But Robbie Tinkler has the ball, drives well, through it halfway through and. Oh, Rig manages to pick up the loose ball when it went through. It wasn't a great pass, but Gated still in possession. Back with Tinkler. Tinkler to Ollie. Back with Rig. Rig turning. He needs a little bit of space from Hunter. Hunter was a little bit close, but Hunter now gives the ball to Robbie Tinkler. Tinkler having to twist and turn. Gives it to Barrow. Barrow to Hunter. Back to Barrow on the overlap. This is good stuff from Gated now. But there isn't many players in the box. He crosses it in, and it's easily headed out by Fylde. Super from Gated again. Great stuff. It was and it just seemed to unlock a few doors on that far side there aren't we absolutely we're? yeah and I think we're doing a little bit of that in the first half we're getting more joy on our left hand side than we are on the right really and Mickey Barris but I have a sneaky feeling uh, Brazilianson has kind of notched the one tonight well who knows but the cross comes in from Ollie and oh, oh Williamson was coming in at the back post and he just couldn't no, no he just couldn't get a he needed a telescopic tool there, didn't he, just to get a touch on Absolutely, that one? Yeah. But um, it's went out for a goal kick, but uh, Mickey nearly predicting the future there. 40, uh, sorry, 54 minutes gone here against the National Stadium. It's Gateshead nil. Filed one, but Gateshead starting to probe a bit more in this second half. Lynch taking his time with the goal kick. He's all in red tonight. 
and he's uh, got a powerful kick there Mike Williamson heads it back forward and Gator trying to close the ball down and they've won a throw in for their troubles just on the halfway line quickly taken to Tom White who's under pressure does good touch well and played, calmly well gives played. it back to a Gator player there's three of them on him there like like, like, like bees you know the one they're straight on to him he must have had a sixth sense because he didn't turn there he just calmly kept it at he his did. feet and Mellish now drives forward gives it to Ollie Ollie if he looks up he can see Tinkler on the far side maybe it's very audacious and gives it to Tom White Tom White leaves it off to Devitt now on the right Devitt plays it through the centre there Connor Thompson does well to control it leaves it off to Ollie Ollie finds Mellish Mellish has got Barrow on the overlap if he wants to use him and he plays it on the inside to Connor Thompson Connor Thompson does well to control it gives it out to Barrow Barrow puts it in right footed and oh Angol manages to clear it but Jack Hunt is there to get the ball and I don't know what Jack Hunter was doing there he just seemed to loft that into the box but with no direction but Gates had still managed to keep the ball and the wind's getting up here at Gates Stadium now Robbie Tinkler on the right hand side level with the corner of the box whips the ball That's in a it's a ball. good one there and Riggs coming in he just couldn't oh, get a head on it and Gateshead win another corner but that was a beautiful cross and Riggs was probably an inch from getting his head on that and that would have been in the back of the net oh there was three or four players around Tinkler there and he managed to get a, he managed to get a lovely golf sandwich shot across the box and it was one of them teasers that defenders don't like you know oh. a few more of those and it'll, it'll go he'll go in just it needed the slightest of touches but Ollie's going to take this corner from the far side a lot of movement and this is a low one there towards the front post but it's cleared with ease by Crossdale oh, we and needed a good corner there and it wasn't a good corner but Barrow has the ball and he pumps this back up towards the box and Williamson heads the ball back into the centre and only cleared as far as um, a, the captain Byrne who puts it out for a throw in halfway inside the gate to, uh, the final half Referee wanting it back a few yards. Rig trying to take it quickly, and he's still a little bit pedantic. He wanted oh, yeah. right back another two yards, but Gateshead have taken it there. Robbie Tinkler turns well there. He's man. He had Reed on his back. Tom Devitt with the ball to Mike Williamson, who calmly plays it across to Mellish inside his own half. Gateshead had to move back a bit there just to keep possession as Mellish plays the ball forward. And I think he was expecting Barrow to make a run there, unfortunately. It's easy for. Lynch to clear as it ran through to him in the failed goal mouth and Tom White does well there Very to head tame. it back yeah no nonsense as the ball's ruled out to Robbie Tinkler under pressure from Angol back oh lovely 1-2 from football. Hunter to Tinkler and Tinkler still has the ball L plays the ball down that's a lovely run there by oh was that a foul or a throw-in to Gateshead it is a throw-in there throw in, I think. <laughs> I think we're wishful in. thinking for it a foul there it was it was in a throw-in here level with the corner of the box and Robbie Tinkler has the ball in his hand now the players are jostling to get space Robbie Tinkler puts it down to the boots of Ollie. back to Tinkler back well to Oli and Oli has to look up here because he's passed it inside to Connor Thompson who's first lovely touch he's still got the ball takes down the dead ball lane passes it back to Tinkler Tinkler on the towards the corner of the box plays it down the lane too much on it there was a lovely idea but oh Do you know it was sort of a little bit tight in there that wasn't really the ball from Tinkler no it, 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 it wasn't it wasn't in the direction of going towards goal or anything it was a lot to ask of Tom White to try and cut that one back it, and he got it no was it. really it was and, and obviously aware, aware of, of the line and the offside it had to be inch perfect and timed perfectly and it, 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 it maybe should have just gone for possession there and just kept the ball and put it inside but yeah. You know, it's easier when you're talking about it, isn't it? When, oh, when you're down there. Yeah, I love being a world-class international footballer from sitting watching in the stand. 
Well, Devitt has the ball from the resultant throw in then. Tinkler plays the ball right through the centre and uh, Ollie was pounding through there but didn't get through. And Tom White plays a crossfield ball. The, the idea was there, just too much on it. He snatched at it and uh, to throw into filed about 10 yards inside, gated half on the far side. You know, we've still got over half an hour. I think there's a, there's a tiny bit of an air of desperation for one or two players. If we can stay in this game, we can get an equaliser. Yes, and um, well, looking at the bench, Gator players are all warming up there down there. I don't know whether it's to keep warm or not, because um, it is it's getting rather chilly now, Proper isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Brisk. Ice station zero, isn't it? It's like a summer's day in concert. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is a high-placed place for anyone that doesn't know in uh, Lancashire there. Well, Williamson gets the ball. A little bit of pressure from failed forward line on the Gated defence there as Gated by hook by crook trying to clear this ball there, but Rowe does well to win the ball and he's laid it off to Horton again who gets a shot off mm. and <laughs> got a deflection there. Now. It's a very similar place to where he scored the goal in the first half and... I think Pears was a little bit worried because he scampered. Ah, I think he was he was reeling there, Pears, wasn't he? I he don't, was. don't think he was going to get to that. I think if he had got a foot off the ground, he would have looked like Buck Rogers. <laughs> he does like he does like having a, a crack with his left foot, uh, Horton, doesn't he? Uh, he does, and he's going to whip this one in here. Which looks like he's going to have a go with his right here with this one. He's on the left-hand side here with the corner. The referee who noticed a bit of pushing and shoving there and burned. Wasn't a stranger to getting goals from set pieces while he was here at Gated, and the ball's going around towards the back towards him, and there must have been a foul there. Free kick to Gated. I didn't spot it there, but uh, referee was closer. And, um, see, you can still tweet us. And actually, we did get a tweet earlier on from FR, FCR Sports, Dave Chandler, central defender. I think he's copied and pasted this from um, Wikipedia. He's put, um, who has played for Tranmere Rovers in Stockport County, previously had the world record for the longest throw in football, which was 152 feet. And in metres, if, you if you'd like to know, it's four, 46 metres wow. and 34 centimetres. Um, so, yeah. That's that is... Um half of a football pitch isn't it yeah it's a hell of a welly on him isn't he certainly is well quite jealous of his hat at the moment though nice bobble hat I'd like to have that on it's failed to have the ball now just playing it across the park Francis Angol picks it up plays it down to Horton Horton controls it does well turns he's got Hunter and Tinkler Mark and down and it's back with Horton. Francis Angol. Is he going to run into trouble? He ran into Hunter. Frick. And he says it's a coming, a coming together there. It was. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And again, I would have done that. Yeah. It's a fair play at home. He's got himself a handy free kick. About 40 yards out. Yeah. On the left flank. He's been a good player him, isn't he? Um Francis Angel. Yeah, he's a, a work. He's a worky ticket player as well. So he's got that to his game. He can he rise, he's riling players up. He's he getting is. getting in players' faces. He and is, and he's busy as well, isn't he? He, he moves a lot and uh, it's causing us a lot a lot of trouble. Well, Angel's going to put this one in towards the back post there, and the header got off there. Oh, 
it was there, burn, the former gated player. That was a chance, that wasn't it? It yeah, really was a chance. Yeah, I think he realised himself he had a bit more time mm. there. and uh, That could have been good night Vienna there, but as it stands, you know, we're still in with a shout, we're still in this game. Yeah, about 28 minutes remain here at Gated International Stadium. If you'd like to message us as well, there's no way. Listen, Rig got a good header on there, and Connor Thompson judged to have been offside there. Really? That was a late flag. Do you know, I don't think that was offside. I, I, I'm... I'm yeah, I think he ran at the right time, personally speaking, and we've got a good view up here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where he's getting that from. My initial reaction was he had to beat the man to get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. He um, almost had to run round him, didn't he? I, 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 I can't see how we could call that as offside, but there you go. Well, know. Mickey's put, yeah, Gav, talking sense there. No need to panic just yet. And um, whether is Mike's old head is vital. Well, ball played down the right-hand side. Reed plays it inside. It's going to be passed across to Horton, who got a caught under his feet, but still managed to find a teammate. Now Lois Angal has the ball as he tries to drive forward. Ollie closes them down. Back to Horton, who lets it go through his legs as a dummy. Now it's out to Birch on the right-hand side. Crosses it in, deflects off. Scott Barrow it didn't go out and Birch hooks it in, and it's, it's going to be managed to be cleared. Speculative effort there from it was, Birch. wasn't it? There's uh, more of a hit and hope, you think, but Horton now run with the ball. He's got space to shoot to the left foot, oh, but it's a, it's a grass cut and about 10 yards wide. Didn't get a hold of that. <coughs> you can tell who scored a raker in the first half yeah, he's he, having a crack all the time now. He's he? confidence up, isn't it? Yeah. And just having a look around there. Late Norton turned it round. Uh, they have 3 2 between Eastleigh. Bryce Barton's are winning 3 0. Um, just picking out some score lines around South Shields are winning 1-0 away to Workerton so I don't know how that affects them in the league table I think that may put them top and um, well two red cards at Stoke for, uh, at Swansea tonight for Stoke so some interesting games around there and then Tottenham are 0-0 at the moment against Man City in the Champions League Liverpool winning 2-0 as Robbie Tinkler trying a bit of trickery there but just a man too many to try and beat but he puts the ball out for a throw in there as we mentioned all game though, they just closed down so fast and it yeah. it's nice to see hard work inside, you know, that that I mean we mentioned Angal, he's a tricky worky player, but he's got the work rate to go with it where otherwise you'd be thinking, Oh, I didn't like him. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and the the width that they have with uh, with that fella and Birch on the other side like opens it up, doesn't it really? Yeah. The, 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 the use every every inch of the pitch. Um, they're well drilled and, uh, and the fact that Reed and Rowe aren't afraid to help and they'll go out to the flanks and bring other players right, into that's it right. as well Rowe's been very deep hasn't he in, in some cases and goals whipped one in there and that was good defending there by Mellis she did enough to put uh, Reed off there and uh, his, his header was closer at the corner flag than the goal but uh, still got to be feared Reed when he gets in the box as Pearce takes the goal kick quickly as Rigg tries to latch onto this it's up in the air by Tunnicliffe and it's brought down by Ollie and Hunter passes it to Tinkler who got it back to Hunter that was good stuff there and it's a throw into Gateshead here about 10 yards from the corner flag but it was taken quickly by Tinkler Tinkler dispossessed but it's fell to Ollie and Ollie tries a little flick when it gets to Tinkler it's very scrappy stuff at the moment down here on the right hand side and Gateshead still have the ball and Connor Thompson has to play it all the way back to Williamson in his own half and Gateshead building again from the back as Tink um, Tom White laid it off to Mellish Gateshead is taking the time passing it along the back four at the minute as Tom White gives it to Devitt 
who finds himself close up to the right-hand touchline. Plays it down to Ollie. Hunter plays a first-time ball forward for Rig to get onto, and it's going to love Asel Rig. And Rig wins a corner. Wins a corner. Fantastic. Hey, he w it wasn't even 64. He was 80-20 to win that one, and he, and he gets a corner. A bit fantastic stuff from him. He's you. been like that all season. Uh, <laughs> a box-to-box -box strike. That's the only way I can describe him. Hard working. And Cameron Salkeld is about to enter the fray here. And Connor Thompson. It's going to be a leg-for-leg -leg switch. Both are right-sided forwards or wingers. Um, having to play it up front and Connor Thompson's put a good shift in today he maybe has, not yeah. as successful as he was um, as, as he was on Saturday in uh -huh. creating things but he's still he hasn't, all he hasn't hit has he he's never he's no, hated not at all well Andy James for Orient is 2-2 I don't know if that scoreline's been corrected I think it's 3-2 on all screen here oh in the corner in there and it was Oh, great opportunity, and I think it was was, was that Mellish that put it over the ball there? Well, there was there was two or three of them jumped for it, and yeah. it, it might have got the final touch, and oh. it landed in a half volley. That might have been my chance. Yeah, that was the best chance so far. Well, as long as the chances keep coming, Gates would have got a chance without stating the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did say that, didn't I? I was like, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to make a comment on it. Oh, Mike Williamson wins the header on a far side. Gator managed to loop the ball forward, and Rig does well to win the ball, but he's under pressure and just dispossessed there. And now it can be Tunnicliff passes it out to Angal. Angal, he's got Reed in front of him, and that he's won a free kick there from Tinkler. A little push in the back there. Nothing hard, but Not enough to really, enough to sell it to the referee. But that's the thing. I mean, the movement there. I mean, Reed was on the other side of the pitch for the last ten minutes. Now he's on this side. Yes, isn't it? absolutely. They're industrial. They keep moving and working hard at it. Well, Horton and Gal stand over the ball about eight yards away from it each players on the edge of the box and Angal's going to be the one to take it here and he puts it deep towards the far post it's on the edge of the box headed clear but only as far as a foul player there and it's passed out to Crossdale Crossdale puts it back to Birch Birch on the right hand side he's under pressure though he's having to take a touch cuts inside well, does well, really well. well and now he plays a ball across the box as players come and see Byrne was coming in but the keeper was quick off his line and rolls the ball out to Tinkler Gated, if they can get this ball forward, there's a few defenders. Come on, ref! How are you? We'll have that. Danny Rowe there with a, a tactical foul there. But Gated get the ball away quickly, quickly, and now it's out to Scott Barrow on the right hand, uh, left hand side, half inside the failed half. It's played forward to Salkel, gets one of his first touches, plays it back to Barrow. Barrow looking up, there's some players in the box there, gives it back to Salkel who turns. Rig, sorry, Rig gives it back to Barrow, and he's just dispossessed there. And Gator fortunately get the ball and Rig crosses it in and Hunter manages to head it down. Unfortunately it's cleared. Oh, you just feel that the, that little bit of luck. That didn't fall it, for it, them it there, does, did it? Doesn't, it's, not. it's not fallen to the feet, uh, unfortunately. And fantastic play there by White and he manages Brilliant to stuff, nick man. the ball away again and Hunter manages to lay it off to Greg Ollie. And Greg Ollie has Barrow on the overlap where he cuts inside himself, still got the ball, turns and gives it to Barrow calm stuff Barrow has to cut inside himself now with the ball he's got takes a shot from distance and didn't get the power but it falls back to Devitt and Devitt 
with a lovely ball that didn't just didn't drop for where he was wanting to put it. Gets a winner through in for the troubles though. Yes, gets it starting to enjoy a little bit more of the ball in the final third for Files. And as I say that, they just kick it out into touch for a throw into Files on the far side. 70 minutes gone, 20 minutes remaining. And um, Gates is still very much in the game. And Files just to, I don't know if they've took the foot off the pedal a little bit or we're doing Gates at a discredit, but you know, they, they seem to be a little bit more lapsy daisy in midfield. They're not uh, closing down as much as they have done the last. No, you could say that. I, I, I Unless it's just opening out in general. Yeah. Um, it could be that. Headed down by Gateshead as they managed to get it to another white shirt. Deflected off a Gateshead player and failed. Managed to head it clear only as far as Jack Hunter. And Gateshead camped out in their half now. It's as good stuff. And a crossfield ball for Robbie Tinkler. Can he bring it down? He has. He needs some support. Gives it to Ollie. Ollie, oh, just got trapped on receipt. But he managed to find Sal Kell there. And Gateshead still have the ball. Cleared though on the edge of the box. It's we're getting in and around them areas, but we're just not having that little bit of luck. Yeah. It's, it's not, not sitting up for us, but um, Hunt, uh, Tom White heads the ball on. Was that handball it was in the centre circle? Could have been a handball, yeah, absolutely. And it's a free kick to Gator just inside the failed half in the centre circle. He's and the referee pleading his, his innocence there, the, the lad, but... Um, it's Horton, the goal scorer. I think he might have just said something. I think he may have talked himself into the book here. Really? No, no, just no. A just a tone no, good, good referee in that. It, really it, has, is, it yeah. hasn't been a game where there's been any any problems. As Mike Williamson takes the free kick towards Rig. Rig didn't get through to him, but it falls to Hunter. Hunter still twisting and turning with the ball. He's got Sal Tinker, who finds Salkeld on the right hand over. side. No, he's got to cross this in. Crosses it low, mm. and it's going to go out for a throw in here at the gate head. Needed a bit more zip on that one, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's a bit across from Sulkill. And we've got a... Oh, what's happening here? Well, yeah, player still injured. Player still injured, or is it, was there coming together, the referee? Well, I'm so not complaining because the free kick wasn't that great. Uh, the throw initially wasn't that great. It wasn't but, um, great, but they've, they've got everybody open, open, open healthy now. Go on, put this one in the box on, will you? Robbie Tinkler standing there, his movement in front of him. It's going to go back to Tom Dever. Can Tom Dever take a touch and loft it in? Tries to play a cheeky ball what? inside to Ollie, and it's been cleared out for a throw in. And, and at the moment, Fylde are just happy to get the ball clear by hooker by Crook. It's Ollie with a lovely turn there. Crossfield ball to Scott Barrow if he can control it. Heads it down towards Mellish. It was coming at him at some pace, and Gateshead still in possession. Ball played back to the first man back, Williamson. Now gives it to Tom White. Tom White back across to Mellish. Great Mellish. ball, great ball, come on. Using the space, letting the ball do the work here, Gated. As Mellish has the ball back from Hunter. To play to Hunter gets the ball back from Ollie. Rig gives it to Scott Barrow. Back to Rig. Rig sitting very deep at the moment. And Rig trying to beat his man. He has, he's beaten two has he beaten three no and he beat, beat himself in the end didn't he? he did and Mike Williamson picks up a loose ball in his own half and gives it to Mellish Mellish and see that he's got about ten yards before a failed player was anywhere near him not, they're not closing down as quick at the moment they're not failed. no that's very true and now Mellish has the ball was must have ball went out, out of play on the far side and it looks like we're going to see a change here number six Andrew Bond I think they're going to go to five at the back here um, I might be wrong here comes a substitution 
it's number 27 there bringing off the goal scorer Nick Horton and yeah, Horton's off so that's obviously um, Bond you would imagine number 6 as a, as a defender so are they going to shore things up with the back here one would have thought so I mean Horton's not been out nope he's been like an attacking midfielder if, he if, has, if you like isn't he yeah um, playing sort of in the old fashioned word in the hole you know um, but I'm glad to see the back of him yeah honest. I know any time he got space and turned and ran with the ball he, he, he more than likely got a shot off yeah, so you can, you can, I can imagine he's hurt a lot of teams this season playing that and Gates said about to make another substitution here I think it's Lewis Maloney is going to be coming on it is young man that was out on loan at Whitby earlier in the season who came back and uh, I think he made his full debut against Salford and had an absolute screamer of a game down at Salford when Gator drew 1-1 as Hunter plays the ball forward to Salkeld Salkeld can he control the ball was he fouled there it was free kick very central here about 25 yards out absolutely this is a very good spot Gator got a few set piece uh, takers here the captain Barrow Ollie and White will all maybe fancy their chances maybe a bit far out of a crack wouldn't you say I think so, yeah. Hello, Scott Barrow. He scored from this distance before. There's Jack Hunter, who had a few loose balls going in there. Uh, the, the first there uh, towards the end of the first half, uh, the end of his uh, few minutes in the game. Mm -hmm. So you could see that one coming in. But Maloney, he's put his hands on the ball straight <laughs> away. He's straight, he's come yeah, straight he's on the pitch, and he's going to have a crack. <laughs> <Jack Hunter being. laughs> I think. Uh, well, wouldn't this be a story? I think he is going to take a shot here. The way he's looking at it. He has, his shot, it's dipped, oh, oh just not, over not the upright, bad. that was not, not, not a bad, for your first touch of the game. <laughs> first touch of the game, right foot, um, inside of it, Yeah. Uh, you know, it was nearly, it was nearly perfect, he, he, he got a little bit under it, but um, it had a bit of venom to it. It certainly did. Well, see, we are a fully interactive commentary, if you've just joined us, we'd love to hear from you. Get involved. Um, just having a look around the scores around uh, the National League. Um, Maidstone have come from behind to win 2-1 against um, Barnet. Uh, late Norrin, Owen 3-2. There's ball gone through there, all the way through to the keeper Lynch. Rig was coming, but he was never going to get there. Blythe Barton's win 3-0. South Shields winning 1-0 away. And uh, Sunderland 1-1. And uh, in the Champions League, it's still the same with Liverpool winning 2-0. And the all-English affair of Spurs-Man City is 0-0. Mike Williamson going up for the header with Reed. They've had a good tussle today, them too. They've yep. been enjoying themselves, haven't they? It's been a good physical encounter. But now the ball's played through to Reed, and he oh, lovely little turn there. Just unfortunate yeah. for him that he couldn't find a yellow shirt. And Pears has cleared the ball all the way up here, and it's going to be a throw in just near the gate to dugout for Fylde. Seventy-seven minutes gone. speculative uh, little flick from Rowe there didn't get through but Ollie picks up the loose ball in midfield well, and yeah. lovely little touch there finds Reagan did Rig control it well enough oh just turned into a shirt every time he turns he seems to have two or three shirts there but he's, still, yeah. he's still chasing the ball down I mean and, it's uh, a, gr a great tribute to him because there's, there's two or three lads on him you know what I mean it's it's like I don't know whether they have done their homework or not but they've, they've, they've They've not just stuck one man on them, you know, they've, they've crowded them out at every opportunity. Yeah, they certainly have, as John Mellish has the ball, lays it inside to Tom White now, inside the gated half. Another little through ball to Maloney. Maloney has 
Going to play this to Ollie. Ollie gives a little touch to Tinkler. Tinkler was going to do the overlap but cuts in himself and drives forward with the ball but has to play it back to White and White's got Mellish on the overlap on the far side and he good uses ball. a good effect but his first touch was just a little bit heavy and it ended up back with Tom White because it came off uh, Birch's head I think it was back with Tom White from Robbie Tinkler to Tom Devitt Mike Williamson takes a touch and puts it out to Mellish who has to chest the ball down back to Williamson it's a need to get this ball inside the failed half. It's there now with Salkeld. Salkeld turns and his touch is a little bit heavy. And Reed now comes away with the ball. He's got Rowe on the overlap and plays the ball over the top. That's a lovely ball. And Reed is going to take a touch, but he's got Tom Devitt there. He's had to turn. He's back to goal. Plays it across there. And now it's with Crossdale who had to shot off. And Gates had managed to deflect that away. And can Gates clear this one? Oh, Mike Williamson doesn't get his boot behind it. And Rowe is going to pick this up towards the. Well, no, he's going to try and let it run out for a corner. And oh, no, it was offside decision there. That's why I didn't see the flag go up on the far side. I thought he was... I didn't either, to be quite I honest thought, with I you. I thought he was either really tired or he just, <laughs> he just, he's not bothered about winning a corner. It's funny that half the team stopped and half the team didn't. Yeah. Pairs with the free kick all the way down. And we mentioned about Williamson having a good tussle. Rug, uh, Riggs been having one with Tunner Cliff at the other end as Pears has to clear this one up towards the halfway line it's headed back forward into the danger zone Reed was offside uh, if they had ball that, come yeah. through uh, the ball comes straight back towards the gate of defence there right then 12 minutes we, we need something we need some bit of inspiration here no. too good a kick there all the way through to Lynch in the field goal there Well, here we go. As Lynch kicks it from his hands at the edge of the box. Mike Williamson re-enters <laughs> re the battle with Reed and comes away with the ball. Gives it to Barrow who plays a, a ball up the pitch and Rig won the header. Or oh, did he? I think Gates going for a Gated throw. Rig was beaten in the air, but Gates will take that. Maloney receives the ball from Rig. Maloney plays it into Solkeld. Solkeld was he tackled from behind there. The ball was won by Fylde though. And now failed play the ball forward looking for the run of Reed. Mellish is there and heads it down to Barrow and Barrow turns well and gives it to Solkeld. Solkeld back to Maloney. Maloney plays a through ball at the middle for Ollie to run onto but the captain Byrne was there and Maloney picks up the ball. He anticipated the bounce well. Solkeld turn, twisting and turn and it hasn't stuck to him like glue at the moment so far for Solkeld. Now Lewis Angal has the ball. Gives it to Rowe down the left hand side. He's got Tom Devers company and Tinkler. Back to Angal. Reed is on the shoulder of the defence in front of him but he didn't manage to get the space to pass it through and Rowe plays a ball through the middle and I think it was Bond slipped and fell there and Bond must be a midfielder because he's, he's he's high up the pitch he, for a number yes, six yes I noticed that before actually I thought he had the build of a defender but he, I think he's one of them big chunky midfield players you know the old fashioned types yeah I suppose in this day and age the squad numbers mean nothing these days I remember when Edgar Davids wore the number one shirt for Barnet <laughs> Yeah, and uh, going back further, giving him the edge uh, during the 1982 World Cup, um, Osvaldo Adilas had was uh, number one as well, which is sacrilege almost, and it should yeah, be the goalkeeper. It should be, and I, I must say an apology to Mickey Barris. He sent us a message earlier on today saying, "Could we say a happy birthday to Tony? She's 12 today, so happy birthday, Tony! Happy birthday, Tony! Having a lovely time, and hopefully Gator can give you a present of uh, maybe a goal or two. Here's hoping." 
82 minutes gone here. And another substitution here. It is Lewis Walters is coming on for Reed. And another player I'm not too disappointed to see the back off. Yes, absolutely. And Sean Parrish put these lads have done us proud, a team of heroes and legends, whatever happens. Well, I think everybody would agree with that if you're a Gated fan. We've got a fruent filed on the far side just near the box. Go to Walters, got an early touch. He's holding the ball up well down the line there and turned his man well. But Ollie managed to intercept the loose ball, but it's back with filed and tried to play a through ball there I think Bond would have been miles offside if it had got through but Angol has the ball now great tackle. great tackle by Tinkler he needs to find a white shirt he's found Rig Rig lays it off to Maloney Maloney oh beautiful ball out to Scott Barrow who tries to drive down the left hand channel there and unfortunately he's just muscled off the ball there by Walters who seems to be all over the pitch at the minute since coming on and now the ball's lumped forward and I think that's going to go out of play for a gated yeah. throw Oh, he, that was very, very amateurish there. Yeah, we're giving away the ball there as now Rowe manages to find Crossdale. Crossdale gives it to Birch. Do you know sorry, it's Bradley, sorry, not Birch. First on the mistake side. I've seen um, Tom White make all night. He, yeah. he cut inside rather than going outside there. Greg Ollie has got the ball twisting and turning. Steve Rigg has the ball in the centre circle. He's cut well inside his man. He's done well and just... I feel sorry for Rig because he's having to do so much work. He's ploughed alone furrow, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's had to get, he's had to sort of do his own voluntary work to get the ball, isn't he? Really, he's yeah. not uh, he's not being fed because and, and of for the work he's putting in. Lack of opportunities because of and being the lone striker when he turns to try and distribute the ball, mm -hmm. he's not on the other end of it to receive it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I think this is the case of. Um, when you're playing in a good league against good sides and this lot are a good side I've seen some good sides play up here and these are in that bracket they certainly are <coughs> well Bond with the ball there I'm going to have to take a little sip of water I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you take over for a second let me take over I think uh, yeah, the listeners wouldn't be wouldn't thank us for that Um sorry about that just went a little bit dry as Walters has the ball on the far side and right channel and he crosses it off Mellish's back for a throw in about 10 yards from the corner flag on the right hand flank so I must say a massive thank you to everyone that's listened in tonight and messaged the show so if you're a filed fan you'll obviously be happy with the scoreline and you'll more than likely be in the playoffs and we wish you all the best for that you certainly look like you deserve to be there. The ball's crossed in from the far side and nicely poked out by Tom Devitt. And it's all the way back with Byrne. The back of the defence, Tunnicliffe. Under pressure from Maloney there and gets a winner throw in for Maloney's pressure. Robbie Tinkler going to take this throw in here and we're going to have J.J. O'Donnell that's going to enter the, the mix very shortly maybe trying to add a little bit of pace going forward 
the ball's pumped over the top for Rig. Rig can't just too much on it, and but seeing having to chase the goalkeeper down and was that a well? If anyone was injured there, I think it's by his own player. The goalkeeper Lynch so, is yeah. down. I think um, absolutely. Oh, a bit of Archie off a bit the of Archie ball there. there, unless Rig maybe caught him, but um, it looked more like Tunnicliffe or Byrne had caught with their own goalkeeper there yeah, I have very little sympathy for a lot of goalkeepers in this situation because they come out with their feet first Yeah, it's not like they're coming out you know, at the mercy of other people we've got a substitution here well there we go Tom Devitt has been replaced so it looks like Gated have went with four at the back and we've pushed um, JJ O'Donnell a little bit higher up on the left hand side there so Gated with uh, three in midfield and looks like three up top so I think Ollie might be going a little bit further forward here there's something needs to happen. Maybe that should have happened 10 minutes ago. I don't want to uh, criticise the manager. But well, if it had been football manager, I think I might have done that myself as Walters manages to get a loose ball. But Melich with some fantastic recovery Super defending. There. Last ditch tackle from Melich there. Yeah. Brilliant. Strong, firm, and fair. Got a throw in on the far side. Filed in no hurry to take this. 87 minutes gone. I would imagine we'll have the three minutes added on because we've had all the substitutions. As Rowe brings the ball down and dispossessed there, but see, they just have the, that little bit of luck with a team up there that has that type of thing when the you know the, the ball sticks yes. to them like glue. Yes. A bit of confidence and just that strength as well, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Melish clears the ball up there and Rig, he's battling like mad. He does so well, he did keeps well, the very ball well there. and he's cut himself in. Can he ball. ball? What a ball across to Robbie Tinkler across the other side of the pitch. And Robbie Tinkler has to slow it down and give it back to Tom White. Tom White gives it to Maloney now. Gator getting forward in numbers as Tom White has the ball. He looks up, plays a, a ball over the top. Can Ollie bring a ball down? He gets a shot off. Oh, he tried to place it over the goalkeeper. Do you know, he was in more space than he thought he was there. Oh, he had time to take another touch. And, and try some power but what a well two beautiful balls there the one from Rig and then the one from Maloney over to Ollie there that was some beautiful football but alas it wasn't to be oh man oh Ollie yeah you look back at that one on the highlights and think oh I had more time he did but kids are still battling have the ball now with Mike Williamson Robbie Tinkler plays it to Maloney who's dropped deep to receive the ball and gives it to Tom White and Tom White has to hold it up and lay it off to Tinkler Tinkler to Mike Williamson gives it to Tom White Tom White turned nearly into trouble and beats two well, men that's good stuff lays it off to Maloney now cross field ball is that going to get to Barrow it is and Barrow oh, his first touch let him down there but Gator have won a corner that was terrible by, uh, he's given oh, a, give a goal kick Walters I mean, he must have maybe he saw something that we didn't yeah. close at the yeah, it, must, it must have come off um, J.J. O'Donnell yeah it must have, must have called him I'll take that back ref yeah first reaction though is it looked like he just blazed that out for, <laughs> for a corner I think fortunately for him it must have it must have come off him because the referee must have heard a, a clink off some boots or something absolutely 89 minutes gone well have Gateshead got one more throw of the dice Manish goes up for the header but it goes over the top from there as Walters battles with Barrow and 
plays it off Mellish for a throw-in. The, the fourth official has the um, board at his feet. I think he's just waiting for confirmation on how many minutes. In all fairness to the officials today, they haven't got much wrong. No, I think they've been good. I think they've played well. Paula Chapman's put these lads are given their all. If only we had a few more players to rotate in the last few weeks. This ball's headed forward by Fylde. Pumped forward by Fylde towards Pears there who runs across his box to get the ball. I think this is the time when you've got to tell your yeah, players get, get to get lads up. up now. So need, uh... Up towards Rig. Rig comes off the back of his head and doesn't fall to a gated player and now the ball's put through and Rowe would be offside if he got to that but uh, Mike Williamson's covered back he's going to take a touch and can Mike Williamson get this ball up the pitch he plays it back to Pears we've got three minutes Pears to John Mellish Mellish out to Barrow Barrow plays it forward for the run of J.J. O'Donnell and J.J. O'Donnell didn't read the ball and he's played that back to Lynch and Lynch has cleared this one up is it going to go out for a throw into Gator or is it going to be kept in kept in by Walters Walters nodded all the way back into Crossdale Crossdale pumps it forward Nicky. sorry it wasn't uh, Crossdale it was uh, Phyllis Kirk they're kind of kicking it anywhere now though I think they'd be delighted to go away with the 1-0 now I think yeah as uh, Rig tries to head this ball on and got sorry I thought they had already made three substitutions they haven't they're going to make another one as J.J. O'Donnell has the ball on the left hand side can he drive forward with the ball and Gator have run a throw in Level with the corner of the box on the far side, quickly taken. Scott Barrow gives it back to JJ, but it takes a deflection and bounces through and cleared by Fylde. And now it's with John Mellish. Tom White. Tom White needs to turn and find a white shirt. He has. He lays it off to Mike Williamson. Mike Williamson get his ball sloppy. just sloppy. Didn't get out to Tinkler, but Tinkler, fantastic cover and play. And Williamson's going to have to be on top of himself here. And his first touch wasn't great. And well, Rowe thought he was going to get a free kick there. There was a bit of a late tackle he by Williamson. He, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have stopped. He didn't connect. Well, he did, well, he may, there might have been connection, but he didn't go down. If he had went down, he would have got the free kick, definitely. But Gated now have the ball with Mellish. Gives it to Rig. Rig has players in front of him, if he can get it to them. Lays it off to Maloney. Maloney's got Tinkler back to Maloney. On a beautiful ball throw. Oh, nearly... Uh, Ollie was going through there and Mike Williamson beats Rue in the air and Mellish is going to have to do nothing silly here gets it back to Pears and Pears absolutely blasts that up the pitch into the failed half now the referee's yeah, seen a free yeah, kick he, there he was right and to see that Gator have an opportunity here from about 45 yards don't, don't do it too quickly just get from about 45 yards to get players in the box and I think that's what we're going to do here Ah, that's the end of Rowe. No. Yeah, Tassania is coming on for Rowe. And Rowe doesn't look a happy bunny, but he looks a bit tired as well. <laughs> Not surprised, though. He's, he's run his heart out. He's dug deep, isn't he? He has. Uh, you would have him in your team, wouldn't you? Oh, definitely. Well, every player inside the um, filed half, bar pairs. And Maloney's going to take this. Players camped out on the edge of the box, waiting for this free kick. It's put in there towards, and it's headed clear by Fylde but Ollie's there was he pushed by Walters and Walters managed to come away with the ball and now Fylde are on the break he's got uh, the substitute from that was an awful ball <laughs> straight yeah, across the ball. And you know I had a feeling that wouldn't have been, the, the right ball wouldn't have been got there no yeah um, I think he panicked there 
he sort of could have took it himself I think I think he can I think we've probably got one more attack left in us here if the time allows as Rig is beaten in the air by Byrne who's had a fantastic it's just game just got to get launched it's got to get launched well back from the keeper get it launched right now Robbie Maloney's come back with the ball and that's it and failed have won one nil here today this is definitely a tale of two halves Skates have definitely got more into it in the second half and I feel that that was probably their opportunity to get close to the playoffs tonight I think it would have to be a big ask for us to be able to do it and hope that results go our way for the rest of the season but got to take your hats off to file they've come here and done a job yeah they did they were the they were a better side you know, so I'd say they they never really gave us a sniff did they really I mean no. you know there was a couple of moments there was one that Williamson had there was a chance that Mellish I think it was Mellish players over the bar but they were just in fits and starts weren't they and um, they had a couple of um, daring scaring moments but in general they were they really were assured like and were yeah. strong and they just looked like a side that uh, and, and if somebody told you they were, winning, they, were winning, they were winning the league and running away with the league you wouldn't be surprised yeah they, they've, they've been one of the more impressive sides this year and um, congratulations to them and good luck in the playoffs because it looks like they will more than likely be there I think they might even be more well not mathematically assured but I think another win will see them there but um, no to say would you so who do you like to pick as Gateshead man of the match today? Oh, it's Gateshead man of the match. I was, I was, I was looking then. through their team, but I mean, um, I don't think you can look any further than uh, than, 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 uh, than than Tom White. He yeah. Was, um, he was he was orchestrating everything. He was pulling all the strings, um, and uh, you know, we uh, even though we had some 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 good performers in there, Williamson played well, Rig played well. He, Powder alone for all, but it has to be Tom White. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Tom White. Gateshead players. They look a bit uh, deflated there. I think they kind of know that that was probably the, the best chance we had of getting towards the playoffs and it's probably slipped away now. But they can hold their heads up high. They've had a fantastic season under the circumstances. And um, so we'll be back for, um, I think it's a good Friday commentary. Uh, so we won't be able to bring you the game from Harrogate. But um, we'll hopefully have a podcast uh, in between then when we find out if there's any news about a potential takeover or any news that comes from the club. But just leads me to say thank you to Gav. Gav, how did you enjoy your first commentary? Well, it was cold. I'll say that, but <laughs> it was great fun. Thank you very much for inviting me. No, it's great to have you. And um, thank you to everyone that's listened. And um, Vile fans, enjoy the playoffs and uh, good luck to you. And Gator fans, well, we'll go again and... Uh, We'll see what happens in the future, and we'll leave it at that. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue, build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue, or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue, now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question. But with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.